Welcome to Upset Week, everybody. We are going to lock in for the next couple of hours. Talk about a whole bunch of things that shouldn't have happened. Like so many. Every, every, pretty much every team we thought that would win didn't. Yeah, pretty much. It'll be reflected in our pick'em for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we did not do good. Uh, I think the most losses we've ever had, which I'm sure we'll we'll dive into that more as we go. But we're going to talk about the the tantrums that took place in Kansas City. Some so there's a new number, a new king in the NFC at this at the current moment. Yep, we're going to talk about that, that a little stay. bit today. Hopefully I guess we didn't stay. we didn't uh, we didn't talk about that a lot. I'm surprised that's, we didn't, but true. we didn't. Uh, uh, well, good for I, me. You know, maybe sanity. I was being nice. To you, you might have been once. being nice, and I, I appreciate know. that. Uh, um, but also, there really doesn't feel a lot to say. Yeah, I mean, it really it was. We, it we knew it was going to happen. We were, yeah. we were all, we, we understood. Yep. But we got a lot to get to. Uh, like we said, we're going to get to all these upsets. We're going to write into that. Um, we've got, uh, we got again, a pick em update. Uh, fantasy football uh, playoffs are starting some, right now. Some, for actually, some you put your money where your mouth is in our trivia. Yep. I will I, say. I did, I, did bring, I did bring the trivia today. Unfortunate. Uh, I, I didn't completely stump, but uh, it got pretty close. So. Anyway, lock in with us for the next two hours. Have a good time with it. Week 14 of the NFL is here. This is Sportsify. This is Sportsify for December 14th, 2023 with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome in, everybody. Week 14 of the NFL season is complete. It was upset week for sure. Literally almost every playoff team lost this week. Uh, None bigger than the Eagles uh, getting handled by the Cowboys down in Dallas. There is a new number one in the NFC. Uh, but ten team or sorry, three teams now holding a ten and three record. The 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles, all at ten and three. The Niners slip into the one seed uh, due to the head-to-head tiebreakers. But you guys, we had so many games that were upsets. Uh, first of all, garbage football that I know Grant didn't even watch Thursday night. So well, let's well, just I did. I that. didn't. I had way better things to do. But also, it ended up being at least a, like if you look at the score, way more competitive than I thought. Yeah, well, I, I thought we would see a three to zero kind of game that we saw this week. I, I thought that. that was going to be the game that uh, scored a total of three points. I thought there it was going to be that game. I yeah, it, it. I really didn't. If you were going to ask me which one was going to be three nothing, I probably would have picked. Yeah, this well, and one. I think it it was the first time that a game ever was Vegas had taken the under on thirty total points scored, like in two decades almost. Yeah. So. And and my hey. bad. I just realized I jumped in without introducing you. That's okay. Grant is okay. here with me as the co-host. On the third mic is Jameson DeFore. Yeah, if you don't know by now, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. If not, hey, congratulations. It's your first time watching. Uh, <laughs> listening. They're listening, Listening. Uh, Pittsburgh and uh, the Patriots do not have a good offense. No, they suck. Uh, 21 to 18. Yeah. That's the score. Joining us early this week is uh, our good buddy, Mike. And we're all here. That's right. right. Try right. said in the flesh, but also not in the flesh. Uh, no, that was it. Was genuinely not a fun game uh, to watch at all. I kind of had Thursday night football on in the background, and uh, I was just glad it was over, uh, mostly. And uh, uh, Bailey Zapp's still trash, but Pittsburgh played like he absolute had three garbage. touchdowns, three touchdown passes. Sure, he still sucks. I mean, yeah, but that's probably the best game the Patriots have. Oh wait, I think it's the first time since. Tom Brady that the Patriots actually had a quarterback throw three touchdown passes. Oh, 
Oh, like I'm, that? I'm almost I'm sneaky like stat of the week. I'm like 85 percent positive. Getting it that. in there early. All right. Well, Mac somebody's going to Google that game in there at least once. Max, well, no, but, but I don't one. think passing. I'll, I'll, I'll try and do some digging okay. before I completely right. bury myself. Right. Well, I'll just go through the rest of these then. We had the Falcons losing to the Bucks, which isn't that big of an upset, but 27-25. Baker, though, 12-play, 75-yard drive, caps it with a pass to uh, Otten. They're tight end with 11 seconds left to win that game. Uh, the Lions got beat down by the Bears, 28-13. Uh, Jameson's boy, Goff, had a season-low 161 yards passing through two Interceptions got sacked four average, times in that average game. Russell Wilson performance. Uh, How did I know that was going to come in there? <laughs> the, <laughs> 160 the yards, real two test. touchdowns. Hey, that's about hey, what it is. That's the, almost exactly what happened the real to the Broncos see, the week before. We're going to see which 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 golden boy is going to prevail this week because there they those two are playing each other, so there will be quite oh, some hey. discussion there. Like that one. I mean, one. one gets paid like a golden boy, and the other one is just kind of there. Yeah, just well, winning, winning, getting the dubs most of the times. All right. Uh, Bengals beat the Colts handily, 34-14. Hey, guys, Jake Browning doesn't suck at quarterback, just so you know. Uh, for a backup, like that was solid. I uh, handed solid. that. Like, literally handed the, the Colts defense just a bad loss. The Colts defense had been playing really well. We had been talking them up, and then they uh, embarrassed our talk about them. Um. The Browns beat the Jags 31-27. That was a pretty good game. Flacco balled out in that game. Uh, played really well. Uh, Lawrence played like he was hurt. Jameson called it. Said, I think he should sit. Uh, don't disagree, especially when the Jags went lost. Didn't need to risk that ankle injury uh, anymore. And he he did not look mobile. Uh, they They got to him often. And uh, had hand and face. I mean, it just did not look like Trevor Lawrence. Uh, not is that a, is that coach of the year for the Browns? Like, what do they have? Like four or five quarterbacks, and they're like right in the middle of the playoff hunt. Hey, man, that's a conversation. That, uh, that's a conversation for sure. I still just like the guy there. in Houston, but uh, that's a great that's a great conversation piece for sure. Uh, another one. Uh, the Jets beat the living piss out of the Texans. Zach Wilson literally told DJ Reed apparently uh, before the game, I got nothing to lose. I'm just going to go out there and throw the ball. Threw, three threw two touchdowns. Yep. Threw a couple touchdowns. I think he had his career high in yards. I uh, if I am so. not incorrect, it was over 300. Uh, they beat him 30 to 6. I We got to throw it in with the caveat that literally every starting Texans player got hurt in this game. Holy crap. Or last you week. See the injury report? Yeah, I mean, like CJ goes roster. down in this game. I, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And so they they played half this game without C, more than half this game without CJ uh, out there, and uh, it showed that offense just couldn't get a rhythm. Nobody predicted what had happened, and I uh, just feel for them because this was a team that really did look like they're headed to the playoffs. They look like they're about to take a dramatic turn. Several of these injuries are going to be more than one week, uh, and they got some big games coming up. I uh, the Bills. Beat the Chiefs, and yeah, we're going to talk about that one in just a bit. Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time there because there was a lot of conversation after that game. Um, Patrick Mahomes lost his freaking mind on the sideline, and it was not a good look. Uh, we'll explain in just a few minutes. Um, all the games I just mentioned, reminder, all of them were upsets. Not some of them. All of those games were upsets. 
It was upset week. There literally has not Vegas got <laughs> hosed this weekend. Uh, quite massively got hosed. Um, and it was just a crazy weekend of football. Uh, as you were following along, I also I one I for, uh, two I forgot Monday night the Giants beat the Packers. Uh, Gabadagul comes out, dude. And that's my favorite part of this weekend was Tommy DeVito's agent. It, oh yeah. Like that is the best thing to come out of this weekend for he me for at least. Sure yeah, if you guy. miss this guy oh, in his he, gangster pinstripe suit, he is a suit, good fella. Absolutely, legit standing next to Tommy's dad in the stands. Oh man, with a thumb and three fingers together, <laughs> up in the air, shaking okay, it. Okay, but but part of the skepticism goes because he's just totally embraced it. How much yeah. of it do you think that he totally like dressed up for that? Oh, a hundred, dude. Like. A like, hundred. Come on. Tom's dad's a legitimate, like a legitimate, not a legitimate, quote unquote, like a legitimate plumber. Yeah. <laughs> like it's what his family owns a plumbing operation in Jersey, which is like the most Italian thing you could do. Um, <laughs> what are you in the uh, or waste management? Are you in the waste management business? Yeah. Um, but no, like legit uh, does that. They are hardcore players. So you're telling up. me his dad and is his, Mario. Yes. And his, yeah. And uh, there's brother. there's a picture. Of his dad and his brother dressed up photo. as Mario, Mario and Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> um, I, I'm I, I will say the only thing I'm sad about is he does. He comes out up to the mic and he doesn't have an accent. He doesn't have that like yeah. Bronx, New York accent that you want. Like you're like Devito, you know. Like you just you just want that. Like he, he's the giant he quarterback. To college, <laughs> like the last year of his life, he was in Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> like so he's, he's got like he's got like no accent really, like no real nah. turnable accent. So it's like you're all like, oh man. But he just... did grow up close. I mean, yeah, he did. He, I mean, like he, he said, he's still living, living with mom, letting her make the the home cooked pasta meals during the week, doing his carb load. Um, but he came out, let him down the field at the end of that game. I thought it was over when the Packers scored. Mm-hmm. I I really there was uh it was about a minute or no a minute forty five, I think left on the clock, something like that. And I just didn't think the Giants had it in the tank. I mean, Tommy, Tommy was okay. He was not yeah. good the rest of that game. He was just okay. He had a couple of great runs. Um, I don't know why the Packers didn't try and spy him at any point because Bro had like seventy-five yards rushing in the game. Um, but uh, he was just good. And at the end of the game, he hits two really good throws, gets the ball down the field. And it happens. The you know the play that he made, uh, you know to uh, to Robinson to get down. Great play. Um, and uh, Bullock, who had had a miss earlier in the game, looks shaky at best and looks super nervous on the sideline while he's getting ready. Comes in, punches a thirty-eight yarder, and they get the dub on Monday Night Football. Upset the Packers. Jordan Love did not look good last night. Um, that Giants defense and offense starting to get healthy, like really healthy. And things are coming together a little bit for them. Uh, they've now gotten a few wins that nobody thought they were going to get. This whole Tommy DeVito's three and one. Got to give him he that. Is. He is. This this whole like backup quarterback coming in and like being like a like just an instant like hit with everybody. Yeah. This reminds me a lot like of like Gardner Minshew and like yeah. Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania was That's awesome. That's 100% what this feels like The right other here. thing that I think I, is really interesting about this specific backup scenario is you look how bad this team was when they had... The guy that they were going to pay, all, yeah, like give yep. him all this money, and it's like he was being sacked. What was it like 11, 12 times week one? And it's not like this offensive line. Yeah, sure, the team is healthier, but it's not like this team has gotten any better, really. At least from like an mm-hmm. offensive line perspective, 
And for right. him to like go out there and kind of make it work, and I'm win sure games. Dables made literally some adjustments. Win games. Yeah, literally. And it's just like, mm, I wonder. I mean, to me, signing Daniel Jones for that kind of money was already like a whoopsie daisy. But um, it kind of makes you think <laughs> when you yeah. have this guy who people were just making fun of because of the whole like Devito Italian blah blah blah. It's like this guy's kind of going out there and winning. It's kind of a flash in the pan, in my opinion, but. It yeah, it says sure. a little bit more about Daniel Jones, I think, than it does. Yeah, uh, what Divido. he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Sure. Well, and, and I'm pretty sure these are the two youngest teams in the NFL as far as starting position players. Packers I think it's the, the Giants. Yeah, I think the Packers are the youngest offense in the league, and I think the Giants are the youngest defense in the league. Yeah, and I mean, so probably. I th- yeah, I, I think that as the season has gone on, I think you've seen both units kind of get a little better. We've been talking about the Packers the last couple of weeks being looking a little better, a little better, a little better. I think it's that those young people are coming together and forming, you know, a little bit better of a team. And I think they're just the young defense did what they needed to do against the Packers this week. So the old stigma, you know, it takes a while for the youth to come together. Yeah. Um, and uh, but Dable's coaching up the youth right now. They look like they're on the big upswing. Good for them. Uh, you know, they pulled it together. Giants got games against the Saints, Eagles. uh Rams and Eagles again uh, to close out the season. Uh, best case scenario for them, I think they go two and two there. Um, but uh, it, it was nice to see them getting a few wins and a young quarterback playing with confidence. In the other Monday night game, speaking of quarterbacks, young quarterbacks playing with confidence, Will Levis uh, goes out and gets it done for the Titans uh, against the Dolphins nobody and I mean nobody was picking the Titans in this game I think another stat I saw is like within the final three minutes of the game no team has ever won being down by 14 points in a long thing like I think with like 20. I think it was with their record yeah yeah to do that so that was insanely impressive good for that team and it done Will Levis I mean he's been pretty up and down but he's had some moments where he can show that he can be a guy so I bet the, the Titans are, are hopeful or something like that. Do the Titans have their them. own draft pick this year? Mm. I think so. I don't think they have. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. Because yeah. like, yeah, they didn't trade it away for Brown or for low, low key. Like they have four wins coming into that game. I'm kind of like low key. If uh, unless Vabral, Vrabel feels like he's on the hot seat for some reason, I'm kind of going into that game, especially if I'm in that situation where I'm down 14 points and there's three minutes left. And I've already seen like some of these other teams that aren't supposed to be winning games have won games today. I might kind of be like, hey, <laughs> three minutes left. Like maybe we don't have to go out there and have this crazy comeback <laughs> against this team because like now there's going to be every team's going to have kind of like the worst teams are going to have three or four wins and we're going to have yeah. four wins and we can kind of like potentially put ourselves in a position here. We're not totally sure what's going on with our quarterback room right now. This is a pretty good draft. Um, so a little questionable for me, but I'm also never going to say like go out there and purposely lose games, but sure. They could have maybe phoned it in. Uh, so you know, they, they currently stand out. They effort. won. They have the ninth overall pick. Okay. That's where they stand after their win, uh, this well, week. So, and they did draft Levis last year and, mm-hmm. and we all said going into the draft, like this kid has amazing physical skill, talent. Like he is it was always just a, a decision making freak. And and if you're out there with this kid anyway, I mean, let him go, let him shoot it, let him 
chuck it, let him try to win yeah. and prove, show you what he's got to try and win that get, uh, that spot for next year. So 23, I, I for th- 23 for 38, 327 and a touchdown. Also yeah. had four carries for another 15 yards. Um, Lowered the shoulder are, on that one. Well, yeah. Oh, I th- yeah, I thought he um, might go in I or get that. killed. One of the two. Jalen Ramsey, talking about that one? Yeah, yeah where he yeah, took on he, two guys at the end? Yeah. Running in head first for the end zone. I was like, well, no, this was uh, I don't think Vrabel liked no, that. No, I'm talking about the Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> oh, yeah, this was oh no, that one. No, went, no, I saw, I saw that on with Ramsey in the open field on like a little scramble for just Which, you know, I mean, Ramsey's one of the best tackling corners in the league and has been and but, just made him look silly. Uh, <laughs> I got to turn off my fandom when you say that. Which, just, which I, I love. Flashbacks to Debo just chucking him in the middle of the field. But that's that's me. I don't I don't love when like super talented quarterbacks do that. But when there's a guy, especially like Levis, like he's built. I, I right. just love, he's that's like, I got nothing dude. to lose. I'm just going to freaking run over you. And that's going to yeah. be that. It's, I love and, that. And, and really, this bigger. game was this game was on his arm uh, because genuinely, uh, you know, Henry had 34 <laughs> yards last night on 17 carries. Did he get has, two touchdowns, but he but looks slow. Um, the, the the carries seem to, maybe, maybe cut up to him a maybe little bit. Maybe King I Henry I'm, is... I'm not, I'm not going to take the throne off him. I'm not going to take the crown off his head yet. Okay. All right. I'm not going to do that because what he's done has been super impressive. Uh, I will say, but, though, I have picked up Spears in a couple of leagues. He's not a touchdown guy, but Spears uh, yesterday ends up with, if I did my math right, I think that was 118 yards total. Uh, he And he had 13, and that was on 13 total touches, seven rushes, six receptions. Uh, you know, in, in our half-point PPR, that was uh, 16 points. Uh, that he got uh, last night. Henry Henry had a real, and, and honestly, bested Henry overall, I believe. Oh, it was right there. Henry did have that one catch for 17, so I guess he got a little bit more in terms of overall points, but Spears has uh, been on the up. That's three weeks of double digits for him. I was watching him in our, our main league uh, that we're all a part of, our, our tiered league, but what stood out to me about this game, I was paying attention to the other game most of the time. Uh, being honest, but I had a lot of fantasy involvement in this Titans uh, Miami game. Cause I have Tyree kill. I got Sanders. I had Miami's defense in one league. Um, I've got D hop. Um, I've got HN. Uh, so I was definitely paying attention to it. There was 23 total points scored by the two teams in the first three quarters. There was 32 points scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, and in that 28-27 final, I mean, it was it was going back and forth in the fourth quarter. I was I'm watching GameCast and then and kind of paying attention to the other game, like I said. And then eventually I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to two screen this, grab the iPad and uh, and threw on one game on the iPad, one on, on the TV and, and watch both games. They were going down. It was a good Monday Night Football experience, even though the upsets were there um, and all that. It was still a great Monday Night Football experience. Did not enjoy that the games were being played at the same time. Would have been nice if they'd uh, done maybe a four thirty Pacific start on one of them, uh, something like that. Yeah, staggered it for sure. But anyway, those games were really good. I want to go back up into this because I said you know really we had two standout games in the conversation uh, here. Uh, the Cowboys Eagles game. Now Mike and I felt very strongly, and this is <laughs> this is one of the games we got right, Mike. We did not have our best guessing week. Yeah. Uh, but we felt really strongly that that Eagles defense is just not in a good place. No. Uh, as as Niner fans, we had watched them playing as our team the week before, and we were like, dude, 
they suck. And the Cowboys offense is really good. The The defense is good. The Cowboys defense is good and has days where it's great, especially playing against lesser opponents. But um, that offense is no joke. And holy crap, did they just expose the Eagles defense again? Um, and that Eagles defense looked just as bad as the week before um, in pretty much the exact same areas. You know, got lit up in the middle of the field. Linebackers were not where they needed to be a lot of the time. And again, I, I don't know if this was what you saw, Mike, but I saw a ton of it was just missed tackles. Yep. And they're not, they're not disciplined like they were last year. Yeah, they're missing that. Absolutely. And, and also, too, when you're watching those cor- the, the corner play, um, they knew CD was going to get his. And so it was like they were content with that happening. But just one-on-one matchups. I mean, Gallup had one of his best games of the year. Cooks had a couple of nice catches. Ferguson destroyed them every time they brought up a safety uh, against him. And they basically had to cover them, cover him with their biggest nickel corner uh, whenever they were in a three set uh, with him as a whiteout. And I uh, just couldn't do anything to him. Ferguson had a great game. I uh, feel really bad for the guy that I gave advice to this last week in one of my groups and told him to start Laporta over Ferguson. And he did feel real bad about that. Um, my bad. But uh, yeah, there was just no stopping the pass game. And that seems to be overall the Eagles Achilles heel right now. They yeah. cannot stop the pass, which is weird because they have some dudes back there. That's they have a couple weird. names. They have some names. They got some names. And last year, this wasn't an issue, and they have a lot of the same names. Yep. And it, it seems to be, in part, some scheming. I mean, they did lose their, their OC and, and defensive coordinator, right. respectively. And so I think that's, I mean, we, we've seen the limitations on their offense. We've seen their offense be slow to start games. Um, and we've just been seeing this, this secondary just be an issue all season for this team, so... I don't know. They're probably not going to be uh, the contenders like their fan base hopes if they cannot figure this out. So we shall see. I I was going to mention, um, you know, this is a 33 to 13 final. I mean, this was a beatdown. Um, it really was. But uh, if you look, you look into the numbers a little but, bit. But Marcus Mariota should be the the, the starting oh my, quarterback. Shut the heck up, dude. Marcus Mariota should be the, that was so, the, the starting quarterback. What is David Carr doing with a microphone in front of his face? The fact that he can talk <laughs> about quarterback play is crazy. That he thinks that he has the ability to talk about good quarterback play is very, I, very fascinating. I've, I have defended him before as a quarterback because, in part, you know, like I remember watching I him play and literally run for his life. Yeah. Every his entire game. career. His, I mean, his whole career. Yeah, but there are really good life. quarterbacks who ran for their life their whole career, who had good careers. Yeah, I, Fran Tarkenton? <laughs> like, who else you got? Russell Wilson. Uh, Cam Newton. Russell Wilson did not have the poor no, offensive but, line. But he, he consistently was the most sacked quarterback for like a four-year stretch. Okay. Yeah, I think James, okay. Jameson's going to... Yeah, I was going to say He's going to jump in. Russell Wilson made those mistakes himself. He holds... And oh, I'm still aware of some of them. Yeah. Some of them, but also had one of the lowest like uh, money allocated to offensive line uh, in his career for most of it. And Carr never had the running game. That no, yeah, Carr never had Ever. a running back. But, I'm, and, but I, I, but I am still making. Dude, we're, the point. we're talking hike one to death. I mean, it was that <laughs> consistent. It doesn't excuse his dumb take. 
Oh, that's a horrible take. That's straight up. The idea that Mariota is better than Hurts right now, yeah, or we give you better options. What what are you talking about? Yeah, that's that's. He had a bad day, bro. He's clearly playing hurt. Yeah, whether they want to acknowledge that or not. I mean, we said it the week before. He's playing hurt. Yeah, and it showed. And it's it's frustrating almost to not hear what he's hurt with because I think more highly of Hurts than how he's played. And 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 two like. Also, give the dude a break. He just played the two best defenses possibly in the league. I'd put the Browns over the Cowboys, uh, personally. But, like... Two of the top five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, give the dude a break. On back-to-back weeks, he had to play those defenses. It's not like he was playing nobodies. And and, and and you look at the stretch that the Eagles have had. It is Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks are next. These, yeah, uh, they're through the, breaks here. probably the hardest five, six game schedule in the league this year is this right yeah. here. And, and it, it's taken its toll. Like yeah, they're getting to the end of it and they're like, we're tired. Like we're, we're tired. Like you can, and it looks like it, they look tired. They look like they're not quite getting things done the right way. And, and it's just showing and, and they're gettable right now. Get them Seahawks. And, and hurts, you know, <laughs> only took one <laughs> sack in this game. Uh, hurts only took one sack in this game, but, you know, he did not get help from uh, from AJ and Devonta here, uh, who both lost fumbles in this game. Hertz did drop one as well. Uh, they, but they turned the ball over three times. Uh, the Cowboys, I believe, had one turnover. Yeah, Dak had that fumble. Yeah. Um, you know, but they lost the turnover battle. They got uh, in in ter- in terms of like overall yardage, it wasn't actually as bad as you would think. Um, they had about 400, I think it was like 407, something like that. Uh, oh no, that's right. They took a few yards away for the sacks. So it was like 390 some yards to 340 yards, I believe, um, in terms of totals, uh, between the two teams. So there was a lot of things that were pretty similar. You look at, uh, like first downs and whatnot. It wasn't that they weren't able to move the ball. They just didn't execute well. On Dallas's side of the field, Philly didn't, and uh, you know overall, like they just need to get more out of their run game for sure. Um, you know they did get the rushing first downs; they had ten rushing first downs in the game, but their total yards was just barely over a hundred as a team. I think Swift, who's their lead back, only got thirty nine uh, in this game, and they even when you're playing the Dallas and and they've got the front that they do, and you've got terrifying Michael Parsons. Like you still got to get something out of that run game to open up uh, downfield for your team, especially when you're down most of this game. Uh, well, and you're considered, was, yeah, you're considered to early. have the best offensive line in the league as well, right? How do they not have a run game right now? Absolutely, like, it's, it's a huge question. It's a huge question, and 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 clearly, like the onus is on them to get this figured out. Uh, Kelsey got you know just hammered for his quote this week uh, when he said. Uh, um, you know, we we're just not playing our best football right now. We can play better than this. Anytime you say that, you're gonna get the well, why aren't you? <laughs> type of feedback. And that was the hit on on the internet this week was like, so why aren't you playing better? What's your excuse? What's your real reason? They're not super beat up. They've had Goddard out. Kelsey missed a, a game. The be- yeah. that was it. Yeah. That was it. Chris and- Jones held out a game. Uh Receivers have been healthy. Um, that hasn't really lose. been a benefit to them, though. Yeah, 
Uh, they did lose. Uh, they did lose a starting linebacker. Um, you know, Shaq went in uh, for him this week. Um, you know, but like genuinely, they're not that banged up. They're not. Um, and uh, in in terms of where some other teams are right now around the league, they're not even close to as hurt as something those other teams. that we haven't so. really talked about with the Chiefs team. Like we've talked about just the drops. We've talked about them having a really probably one of the best defenses that they've had in the Mahomes era. But we haven't really talked about much that Eric Bieniemy has a, a at least a solid offense going in Washington. Yeah, like overall, like and you feel like that's a loss. Like it's you're we're seeing the effects of. I don't. I'm just wondering at this point. There? I mean, I mean, they're they're. I mean, obviously that that Eric Bieniemy is not the reason why they they're the, him not being the team is the reason why they're not catching footballs. But at the same time, I just wonder like Sam Howell might be a guy, and and like Eric Bieniemy has like scheme up a good offense now. They're they have self shortcomings. They're not a good team. They're not offensive line team. sucks. Offensive line sucks. Atrocious. <clears throat> and the defense obviously they trade away their best players, so there's all that and a tougher division. But they've got more sacks with uh, without them than they had with them. But sure. But, but I, I but I just go the this is probably the best Washington offense we've seen in a, a long time. Sure, sure. Their points and, are up there. And, and they're giving so, it up a lot, but their and, points and are so up there. And so I just wonder if maybe that's some of the effect that we're seeing with this offense being as anemic as it is at times and not moving the ball when it should. Like, I can't tell you, like, when I turn on Chiefs games, how many three and outs I see that I just never, I, I just yeah. I just never. There's not a lot of rhythm. Yeah, I, but I really just never see that. I'm like, wait, Patrick Holmes went three and out the third time in this quarter? What? I will say, you know, Jameson called it in our text message, I think, earlier this week. Pacheco's out. That's sure. a big, sure. that's a big totally. loss for them. I mean, yeah, anytime you lose start, a starting running back, balling out. Yep. But I, I just where I go, where, where something like this passing game stuff, like, obviously, Pacheco isn't as can be in the pass game, but like on third down, he's usually not the guy that they're going to on a third down. It's obviously yeah. Travis Kelsey, but I just I just I don't know. We've like His never availability mentioned means a lot to them though. Like him just being yeah. there is sure. what Absolutely. makes other he things makes happen. them respect more of the run well, game yeah, and, and things and, like that. And Pacheco's one of the few running backs that's a true threat when he goes in motion. Yeah. You know if, if he just figure out how to run in a smoother fashion, he'd be a top he'd be like the best running back in the league, but he just <laughs> exerts all of his energy when he runs. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude. it's it's fun. You know, I think I think of like the the three guys that really come out to me is like catching backs. Um, A-chan, by the way, holy crud. Yeah. Like, I, I've i only watched three Dolphins games this year. That dude can catch. Yeah, um, yeah. Got him, oh, nearly got himself killed with one of those catches. Uh, and Tua left him hanging out there to dry with a middle linebacker coming over. But uh, A-chan, I think of McCaffrey. Well, sure. And, but seriously, like you watch Pacheco go out there and he's a legit threat. Yeah. Like, bro can run. I mean, you lose Tyreek Hill, but I, dude, he's just half a beat slower. Like, yeah, I, and don't get me wrong, we're not talking routes and all that stuff there, too. But sure. like, you throw that dude out on a wheel route and ain't nobody catching yeah. him on the outside. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, th- I think that's, we, I think last week we asked the question, what's wrong with the Chiefs? That was a question we had put in our little <sighs> thing. I think there's an element of BNME not being, you know, the involved that is something in we did not discuss. We've never the talked coaching about coaching element. Yeah, because so, well, I mean, and, and I'm not and talking about Andy Reid. I mean, Andy yeah, Reid was the we, one calling plays, right? Um, when BNME was there, and it was kind of like, why is this guy even here? What but is BNME was the one prepping him, coaching him up, you know, yeah. doing the install during the week, yeah. all and that so, stuff. Well, I just wonder with some of the coaching and some of that kind of stuff, like these wide receivers just can do not seem to be <laughs> figure out how to catch the football. Okay, so and, and I as, think. Real quick, real yeah. quick, I think just talking about the enemy at the beginning of this season, there was a bunch of rumbling coming out of Washington, how the enemy is a hardcore and, and the, the 
players weren't liking him because he's so, you know, over the top and like in your face and hard and, and maybe losing that edge in that offensive room. Cause Andy yeah. Reed's a soft guy, right? He's a, he's oh, a he is. raw, raw player guy, right? He's a player. And, and yeah. Yep. And, and he calls the plays. So like, so the play calling is the same. The offense is the same, Sure, but you've, you've lost out Some on of that. that discipline. Maybe. Yeah. That bad cop, you know, the good, you have the good cop and Andy Reed, you have the bad cop and the enemy, the enemy leaves, you lose both. that bad cop. Yeah. And, and so you don't have that, that accountability guy, you know, you don't have that guy. I mean, cause Tony's lost the game. Kadarius Tony's lost the game for him two, two weeks in a row. Right. On, on penalties, dumb penalties. I believe so. Yeah. Well, and okay. So that's what I wanted to land on anyway. So let's land there. Um, Jameson, you and I both uh, played some wide receiver. I know that was that was one of your primary positions. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we're going out to the edge to the slot, like every time, I mean every freaking time, I look over at the ref and I point at him and I wait for the the sign. You move him back, the thumbs up, the whatever, right? Come mm-hmm. up to the line a little more. I checked. Every freaking time. Darius Tony stand wherever the piss he wants all the time. He doesn't look at refs. He doesn't ask questions. Well, like, dude looks blind out there. Well, like, the- am I wrong? I mean, you did this every time, probably, or close to, right? Yeah. I mean, I played out of the slot more than I did wide, but yeah, it's sure. like, it's like muscle memory at that point. It's like, Checking your rear to be view a mirror when I start backing to make up it out in of the, the NFL. parking spot. Yeah, yeah. Kadarius Stone is what twenty six years old. I think he's, he's been in the league three years. Okay, so maybe twenty five. Okay, so maybe maybe he's around that age. Yeah. So he, but he's been playing that position since he was six, seven years old. Okay, dude, dude probably played pee wee. He's been doing the whole thing, and it's just it's nonsense. Like even in the slot, dude. Like when I would step up and the and the guy outside steps 25. back. You know, whatever. Also, why why does he not have eyebrows? Do you have a condition? It really bugs me. Does no. he shave them off? He has to. It's weird to look at him. It's really weird. I don't know who told him that he shouldn't have eyebrows, but they lied. Uh, it freaks me out. Anyway. Um, the same guy that coaches him wide receiver. <laughs> uh, but, like, legit, there's not a wide receiver coach watching him line up saying, hey, bro, you need to check. Well, but hey, bro, he, you need to check. There, I mean, I'm sure we've all seen the clips that have come out. Like, there's a clip that, that show that he did, but what he did is he went, checked, and then just looked back back to the to, to the center. So didn't <laughs> so even... So he pointed so out he, at the ref so he just checked. to say he was checking? Yeah, so all these Chiefs fans are like, oh, he checked and it wasn't called for it. No, he literally went, yeah, okay, cool. And, and then looked like, the other way. Yep. So, he pointed at the ref and he looked at, at Mahomes yeah. and was like, are we good? Because who cares what that guy He's says? Like, literally. <laughs> it's It's insane. So... It's so, not, and it wasn't, you know, for any Chiefs fan who's like, oh, well, look at the Dolphins game. Look at, look at where he lined up. Th- that guy lined up on that one play. Well, that was one freaking play. Kadarius Tony did this six times, six times against the Bills. And they warned him apparently four times, four different times. And he finally like lined up, uh, lined up so far that they're like, bro, we can't not call this. Like we're going to get killed. Because the NFL reviews the whole game. Don't get me wrong. But you know what they really look at when they're looking at their ref stuff? The last two minutes. Yep. They look at every single play from every angle for those last two minutes. Because that's what counts in these games, especially close ones. So I I'm, mean, I'm, it's just egregious here. Yeah, we're going to watch I'm it right now. I'm pulling it up right now. See, like, oh, you kind of see it. So he doesn't even... 
He doesn't look. He, he, he points, so he does that. Yep. But he's looking the other way the whole time. Yep. He, there he, he is. His head is already turned when he still has his hand pointed at the ref. He's also, only by the way, to the ref to tell him that he's on the line, but he's not actually. Is checking he not wearing his chin on. strap? As far as his mouthpiece, is his out. mouthpiece hanging out? Probably. So he's also not wearing his mouthpiece. By the so way, look, that's a rule violation. Yep. So, so, he's literally. So you know. He's literally. His. That's yeah, hanging down. Pointed. His uh, hand is still does pointed that. at the ref. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers never wore his chin strap. He always had it clipped on the side of his. Yeah. I I want to I want you to look at the ball placement though. He is. Everybody's like, oh, he was barely over the line. No, he's like a full no. yard in front of where the ball is, right? It's that's not right a couple inches. No. That's the funniest no, part. It, like, it's, it's his foot is literally on the next hash mark forward from where the ball is with the center. Like, like bro, what painkiller did you so take at halftime? Far and, forward. And to me, <laughs> so far forward. To me, like having played in the slot for a majority of my football life, like to be, it's not like he was wide out. Like, right. I, yeah. I could understand, okay, like, your perspective is maybe a little different. That's still a, a no-no. 20 feet? But to be right there in the slot on the line of scrimmage, and basically you're like in between like edge rushers and your own linemen, and you can very clearly see from that perspective where you're standing. So I'm just like yeah. not understanding what he sees there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I well, do want to say it's, the, it's yeah. the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are in a illegal formation on that play. As they are in most plays, I want you to look at the still of that play, especially if you can find a top-down okay. one. And I, and I hope everybody can look at this. Look at their tackles; those tackles so both, both sides are so deep oh, they are illegally, and yeah. they're not it's, even on the line anymore. Their it's helmets, what the Eagles do. Yeah, their helmets are supposed to be at the center's waist. They're not even touching the center from the side, like from a side view. And uh, there's a there's a top down view that's really good that you can see it, especially the right tackle. The right tackle is like in the backfield. And so that actually makes Tony's job even harder because he knows his tackles lineups really far back. And so oh, he's shoot. like, OK, so where exactly is the line? You know, you are so not it's kidding. No, they're back. See it. They're Dude, back. those splits are so wide, too. And, and that's illegal formation. That's a straight up illegal formation, especially yeah. a left tackle. It's no, so the left yeah. tackle is a really bad one. Right tackle. A, I mean, yeah, he's a left back, tackles but... is at, his head is at the guard's butt. Yep. Yeah, and the guard's head is like at the center's butt. Yes. So That's he's so far that that tackle is supposed to be at the center's like Dude. at the butt is really kind of how they play it. It's supposed to be at his waist, quote unquote. So where he bends his butt. So as long as the helmet touches the the center's butt, that tackles. You know, and as an offensive lineman, that that that's the rule. Like your head is always over the center's backside on the line. So uh, even if they didn't get Tony there, that should have been an illegal formation play call. Absolutely. Either way. Good call out. Good call out. Well, and I just go the <laughs> amount of cope that Chiefs fans are trying to play on this. Like they don't get all of these calls not called on them. <laughs> yeah, like no like that, the, the Jets game. Do you not about, remember what happened to your quarterback last week? Well, I think the of that. I mean, horrible I, call I, last I, year. I, I was about to say the, the holding call. Yep. Um, like that was a tic tac call that shouldn't have been called. Like, so. Like they, yeah. they have had calls go their way probably more than any other team the last four years. Sure. And and, and, sure. and for them to lose their mind like that. And Patrick Holmes saying stuff like it's taking the way the greatness of of Travis Kelsey. Like the, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> it was a dope about? play by Travis Kelsey. It was Kelsey. a dope play. That sure. was awesome. But to call it Cincinnati taking, quarterback, yeah. But, yeah. but to call Attaboy. it Attaboy. to call it Bearcat. taking away the greatness of Travis Kelsey, I'm like, he's not like no oh sorry, he didn't make the place for not getting to the Hall of Fame. Like no, that whole on. argument is them because they're all just salty. Well, he wasn't saying but that. It, he was just saying you took away a 
uh, a, no, a yeah. Hall of Fame play from a Hall of Fame player. But to me, the way it like, yeah, I don't like the the whole blow up over that. But to me, that was less about like Mahomes crying over a bad call or a whatever he would consider it to be. And more just having that be the overflow of anger and frustration from this team. And it's like when a coach in basketball yeah. like gets ejected or gets a tech in a game and it's like he's mad at like other things in this game. Sure. But he's like setting the example by like getting himself kicked out of a game or something. Um, that's what this totally. felt like to me more than like Mahomes not understanding what that rule is. Um, but he can't like as the leader of that team necessarily go and just blow up on everybody and you know start locking well, and him drama. and him so, him, yes. him blowing up on Josh Allen when they meet at the middle at the end of the game like complaining to him about the call yeah like, I didn't all, like that either all that kind of stuff I was just like dude get over it man hey man he, he, he was really head guy space and, and well. he was yeah yeah he, he yeah, yeah. Move on. That, that's that's my point here is this he's is, usually that guy he's and to, to defend Patrick he is usually that guy but there well, I mean last week yeah, to Last back up Jameson, he did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To back up Jameson here a little bit, this guy has got to be so frustrated with these receivers. Oh, dude. This team, yep. if, if they just had receivers that caught the ball, they might be undefeated. Like, this team is good when their receivers are decent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this defense is the really good. The first half against the Bears? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you can't you can't not just drop the you know, the ball as much as they do. And, and that's going to, that's going to frustrate Pratt, Patrick Mahomes. And, and to the chiefs fans, I will point you back to week one against the lions when they called you twice for legal formation and, and false start on those tackles because they were lined up too far in the backfield. You guys don't get called on that and you do it every week and, and you're yep. getting away with illegal formation constantly. And then you're going to come, come out and complain on an egregious, egregious, Offensive offsides like he was two, three feet over the ball into the defensive line. And it is just it's mind boggling. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to go back. They're going to look at that tape and they're going to look at Tony. And they're going to be like, dude, you messed this up. Like you made yeah. me look like a fool for defending you. And you messed this up bad because I guarantee you he didn't understand how far over that line that oh, kid sure. was. Doesn't he, yeah. From where he's at, he had no idea how far over the line that kid was. And he's just defending his boys. And that's fine the integrity of the game, you know, what he sees, I get it. But they go back in the film room this, this yesterday and they looked at that tape and they're like, that co Tony kid, maybe he shouldn't be playing on our team anymore. Like that, that's, yeah. that's the kind of action you look at it, how many drops he's had, how many penalty, dumb penalties he's had. Yep. And, and read, read backed him after the game <laughs> and this week he's backed him, but yeah. you know, and, and for, for other people and maybe for the casual fan that, uh, you know, maybe you didn't play or you're just unaware of what this, what this would do when they set those tackles back to to reiterate that point and what that does, why why Mike's highlighting that in such a manner uh, that eliminates uh, the defensive ends moves. They have a they they have different moves that they practice during the week, and it's based on the distance between them and the tackle that they are running at or the guard that they are running at. So it messes up the timing of said move when they're doing it too early. It gives the indicator to the tackle that is trying to block them where they're heading, what they're doing, and it limits what they can do against that tackle. It 100% does because yeah. uh, they're, they're getting a full extra step almost from where they're supposed to be uh, to where they're currently lined up. And while some teams push that line a little bit, the, the Chiefs are drawing a new map as to where offensive linemen are allowed to be 
because uh, they're full on in the backfield. Well, this is again and, where I go back to like this is something I feel like the enemy would never have let happen. I like, like, like on, I on think the, on the, the tick, you know what maybe the point here, Grant, is that it's the little things. Yeah. They are it's just the missing the little things, and you know, uh, and where this <laughs> lands though is we saw a coach and it's fifty and a team's fifty million dollar quarterback lose their freaking minds over something they were wrong about. I would have loved to have been in the room, by the way, when Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes watched the play and went, oh, God, um, that would have been great. <laughs> but uh, they lost their minds, and, and you guys definitely said it. Uh, they're one and three in the last four games. They're one and three. That's what you're pissed about. You couldn't care less where Kadarius Tony was standing in one play. If, you're if, one and three. If this was your one loss in four games, yeah, whatever. this isn't even, this is like, ah, you know, they get them wrong sometimes type of mentality or whatever. And then you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, no, we were wrong about that. Okay, well, we're going to pick up and get better. Like they're one and three, they're on their way down. Now, thank God for their sake that their division is so bad right now. Uh, with the exception of the uh, only one upstart game. Broncos here. Only a game behind them. Uh, you know, I did, I didn't, I did throw that into the chat the other, uh, the other day, but um. But no, like they they now have somebody contending for the division. Uh, otherwise, they would not be in first place. Um, you know, they are uh, they've got five losses now. It's just not been pretty. So I think you're just seeing them at a boiling point. We talked about what's going to fix them last week. We talked about, uh, you know, or do they just suck right now? What's the issue? What's the thing? And I think we've clearly uh, highlighted, the, I, I think, a couple of possibilities. But regardless of all that, AFC West is now open for business and the Broncos and the Chiefs seem uh, destined to duke it out here in the last four games and they've already it is played anybody's each other, their, game. their games which is a bummer yeah they've already played they, they split it they've already played and they have a split so it's gonna go to uh, I believe division record first and then conference record after that that's correct right Mike yeah and then after that's like common opponent or something like that yeah yep so we will see what happens in the next four games but that's pretty awesome um and uh, you know with all these upsets that happened this week it was it was just a big week we got a couple of segments we want to get into this week uh and oh, some uh, news something we mentioned uh, speaking of AFC West Justin yeah. Herbert out for the season Justin Herbert out for the season that came down today had surgery on his right index finger I mean to be fair the Chargers were never in play for the AFC West anyway at this point no. but but still but our dude isn't playing we well, like our dude we're Oregonians we yeah we're we're Justin Herbert fans. But hopefully this means that this team will not win another game so that way they can get rid of their individual, which leads Great. us into. Yeah, I, uh, I did update. Let's just hit this. Uh, I did update uh, which coordinator or coach deserves to uh, be fired. The Matt uh, Canada week, Hot the, Seat Award, as it's known to be. Yep. <laughs> Matt Canada Hot Seat Award. Uh, Brandon Staley, of course, still sitting on top. Even when he's done. It's a dynastic should, run for him this season. <laughs> yeah. He is the Bill Belichick of the, the, the <laughs> yeah. Matt Canada Hossie Award. It's him and nobody else. Yeah, he. I really feel like it. Has he scored? Have they scored thirteen points in the last two games? It was three against the Patriots. Six. It was oh, six. Oh, it was, it was six. Yeah. That and then me. they scored a touchdown this week, right? That was it. I think so. I think they scored a touchdown. Herbert went out, and then they didn't score again. This is so embarrassing. Yeah, that we can't remember. Well, I'm just talking about what the Chargers brought on the field every week. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, us, us not remembering is fine. Yeah, were, yeah that's, that's, that's why. Like, this week. They scored, so 13 points in two games. Matt Canada offense, 6.5. That, that, that is some Bill Belichick offensive numbers right there. It's not good. Yeah. 
It's not good. Uh, much better pieces. Yes. Yeah, much better pieces. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, Brandon Staley's still sitting at number one. Uh, still sitting at number two, even though he had the bye week. Uh, Ron Rivera. Um, what do we call him now, Jameson? Uh, it's not river any boat. Other, any, any other kind of boat. Tugboat, oh, rowboat. Paddle I think it was rowboat Ron. It was rowboat Ron. Ron. There you go. Uh, and and I put in there. I know he got the win this week. Um, I kind of want to take it off of Sala uh, right now and because we've win. we've already had him in there before. But uh, I put Belichick as our three. I I just feel like these are most likely scenarios. Matt Eberflus got another win this week. Got a good win. I, I was week. gonna say like temporarily pressure's a little off yeah temporarily he kind of needs to be allowed to step away from the conversation i i, I mean yeah, yeah absolutely earn yeah. a little bit earn a little I, bit i mean i can't think of any other option really i mean there's a lot of like guys i'm like yeah they shouldn't be like this isn't their answer a head coach but i don't know if that means they're going to be fired well i i i need to go back and look at his name again i feel bad that i don't know uh, defensive coordinator for the eagles oh whatever his I'm name blanking is. right now uh, I feel a little bad. I, I have got, James. I'll th- look it up. This is maybe um, like an admission to the club. I, I referenced it earlier this season, and it might sound a little out of pocket considering where they stand this season. But uh, Harbaugh has still not really impressed me a whole lot this season, despite the Ravens the being ten one, and three. He is is he though, the bro? number one AFC? But when you when you watch some of these decisions now. he's making in key moments, did you see the challenge flag that he threw? And then tried to justify in that game against the Rams. No, the Rams no, scored we on a touchdown <laughs> under two minutes. That was the best game all week. Our teams teams played each other you didn't watch, at the same time. You didn't time catch as that any, anything from that game? Jameson, it was Not a 10 a.m. Really. game. I was with you while most of that game was happening. Oh, that's true. It was like, 10 a.m. or bro. It was a 10 a.m. I had a big day. I had a big day. I was following. It. I was, pr- I, yeah, I had a big day too. I, I follow. Yeah, he had a big day. I had a big day. We both had things going on. All I'm saying is, if you didn't catch any of the stuff from that game, listen, I would have okay. much rather sat in the green room and watched the Harbaugh, game. Harbaugh, Harbaugh <laughs> almost botched some of those late game decisions, as he's known to do, on top of throwing a challenge flag under two minutes on a touchdown that was very clearly a touchdown by the Rams, and he throws a challenge flag. And okay. everyone's Under like two minutes, but I'm just saying, man, yeah. you can't put it's a scoring him. play. I, I, I understand. I mean, I, we have talked about it and I'm with you that exactly that he may, <laughs> he may not, that he may wait, that he may not be the guy to like get them to the promised land again, but he's not at this level of Ron Rivera, Brandon Staley. No, he's, he's not. I'm just saying like, if I'm putting in a hot take from this week, given like the things I've repeatedly but seen from him, won. I can't give him the, hot, I can't, I mean, yes, that is, a, I was going to say that's a very Belichick's on this take. list and he just won. Yes, yeah, but his yeah, team but is Yeah, but you seen all the other times he didn't win? He's like, 3 and yeah, 10 but, and they're but, 10 Yeah, and but three. we all know Belichick's a better coach than Harbaugh is. And the totality Let's not, let's it, not yeah. pretend. Yeah. Today? And all, all I can speak Today, of no. is what Today, he's no. been doing this season, despite the team being good, he has done some very questionable things. Basically, he's there for the vibes because, as we know, there was like a whole Lamar Jackson offseason saga with them this year. And like he is a pretty big part of like keeping hmm. people together on that team. He's more of the vibes coach and less the like X's oh. and O's guy. Okay, he's, he's, okay. He's let me let me go culture. to our, our neutral fourth party here, Mike. Today, you want Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, sorry, no. or do you want Mike McCarthy? Same record. Ooh. Which one would you take today? 
Oh, I know who I would pick. That's that's Harbaugh. I know who you would pick too. That's Harbaugh. And I'm just for Harbaugh. consistency of of entire you know work. I yeah. despise McCarthy, but this season I'm taking McCarthy. <laughs> that team lost their primary play caller, and has been putting up an MVP caliber quarterback season and potentially yep. a contending season. For the finally, maybe yeah. They might finally be them boys. No. They ain't them boys. They ain't he them still boys. made really bad mistakes earlier in the season. He, yeah. he, when it comes to his, his time management yeah. is his absolutely is horrible. I I would still I still take Harbaugh. Yeah. I take Harbaugh. Yeah. Too. I mean, you're, you're talking um, overall X's and O's and management. He's susceptible to the same kinds of things that a McCarthy oh, kind of most, coach would most be. Coaches and are, I've put I McCarthy think, in this conversation before. I but situationally, most, co- most yeah. coaches are susceptible to anything. I mean, some of the best coaches have the biggest blunders ever. Like, like Bill Belichick has had his fair share. He's having his biggest blunders right now. Kyle Shanahan doesn't know how to run the ball when he's up by 13 points. Like, I don't in understand. The, it. On the biggest <laughs> stage. For the love of God, he can't do it. Like, yeah, everyone has their, their, their thing that they're terrible all, at. All I'm saying Every is. That Ravens team is so good, and sometimes the things that don't go well from that team are question marks from the head coach. That's all I'm saying. See, okay, and, and okay, I question okay. that even because I think the Ravens look a lot like the Eagles. I, I think there's something off. They're not quite as good as they should be. They're winning their games, but that's because that's a loss, Mark Andrews. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just something off about that Ravens team, just in the same way that there's something off about the Eagles team, in my opinion. Um, and and maybe it is like a Harbaugh is not quite coaching these guys the same way as, as it he just feels be. stale that, yeah. from him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, stale. That's a good word. Both the Eagles and the, the Ravens feel a little stale. Like Listen, they're, they're not Sean living Desai, up to it. Sean Desai is the name of the Eagles oh, that's defensive right. coordinator. Yeah, he was our like linebacker yes. coach. Yeah, he's your linebacker coach. He deserves to be fired right now by far more than Harbaugh does. Um, I don't, and I don't even agree don't with my own take close. on this one because we talked That's about right. it quite a bit last week. I have plenty week. of takes I say on here that I don't necessarily agree with. <laughs> but the this this would be the week where I think Matt should have made the the gum chewing blah 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 guy case <laughs> because this is the the first time in his head coaching tenure that he's four, lost four, 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 in, four, a lost four in a row. Uh, yeah. Which I still mm-hmm. don't agree with the uh, the main point of of that conversation with him. But it is one of those things where now after four weeks in a row of losing, you start to wonder, it's like, okay, now we just need to oh, like well, mutually I, part ways. There's no way that Shane Waldron and Clint Hurt are coming back. There's no way. That that offense has, and defense have way too many like good players on the team. They're just being schemed like terrible scheming. They're both, they're both need to be gone for sure. You also need a better quarterback. We also need a better quarterback. You need a better sure. quarterback. Drew Locke didn't play terrible. I'll be honest. He played so much better than I thought. He played a good game. He had two good drives. Than it should have he been. had yeah. two good drives and one, and one where he got good field position because of turnover. Sure. But, like, he had, his he had sec- two good drives. His second pick, he like, the last play of the game, he got yeah. hit. Like, yeah. So, like, overall, though, I think I was pleasantly surprised by, like, that they scored points. He and- did not play horrible. No. 49ers didn't play a completely clean no. game. Had two not. turnovers. Um, but, yeah. I mean... And I'm not going to get like deep into this game, uh, but I do want to say this one thing, and it makes me chuckle a little bit when I get to say it out loud. DK Metcalf is a freaking baby. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know he's going to lose his mind. He is a freaking baby about also, everything. That was a cheap shot on Fred Fred Warner. Absolutely. Fred but Warner literally his job him. was to piss him off. And Fred he did Warner it. baited him And Metcalf all day long lost for that his outcome. mind, and then he caught 
Darrow passes for that the was rest really of the weird game. that Lenore got got the boot and not Fred Warner. <laughs> it was kind that of was funny. so random. Well, like, Lenore went Warner. away from the pile though, and then came running back in. Is that what it was? But yeah, yeah, he took off, and, and then he came running back in. That's what got him tossed. And Warner stood there with his arms wide the entire time, and never that was even so he, good. He even stopped talking. It was fantastic. He, he baited he knew him so good. Exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly. It, what it, he that was part doing. was funny as a hater of the Seahawks. That was funny. But also, like, DK Metcalf legitimately has emotional issues. I mean, holy crap. that That's too easy. When you can just set the guy up and knock him down, like, that's ridiculous. But, yeah. uh, I mean, he's still a freak, and he's still absolutely great. And that, that uh, sideline catch that he had for a touchdown was awesome. Like, that, that was, that that was ridiculous. Was beautiful. That it was, was beautiful. really good. And Ambry... If Ambry would have turned maybe a half beat earlier, he could have got his arm in front of it. Yeah. But super good. I couldn't believe his feet were down. Uh that was that was a great catch by him. Um but no, the that one was that was pretty funny. Um and the back and forth in that game was pretty hilarious. Uh just just to watch from a a viewership standpoint, I I didn't enjoy them hating the crap out of each other the entire time. I don't know why. That in the NFL that still excites me that you have rivalries and teams get that pissed yeah. off at each other. These teams do hate each other quite a bit. They hate each other. They really do. Um, the, the Baltimore and Steelers, man, the, those two teams get together and there's there's a fight somewhere, like yeah. every time. Yeah, I mean this the, one and then the Seahawks Niners always gets chippy. Yeah, always. A, 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 always, every single time. Even if it's just a push from some dude when he rolls into the, yeah. their sideline or right. Whatever. That's nothing new. That's that's twelve yeah. years now. I pretty much probably thirteen years straight. Every game, they hate each other's guts. Um, you know, currently the Man, 49ers Har- time in that that uh, rivalry. Dude, but that, um, that Harbaugh-Carroll rivalry. That was pretty good. That was really good, man. Those guys did not like each other. No, they did not. They did not <laughs> And that's what both teams were really good. Jim, Jim Harbaugh now, by the way. Yes. Yes, Jim yes. Harbaugh. <laughs> Moving on from Harbaugh. But. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think I get, I want to back up and just say, and we won't go back into it, but I will just say, I get what Jameson's saying. I think we'll let the entirety of the season speak towards that point. About because Pete if Carroll? he, if no, about uh, about Harbaugh, about John, Harbaugh. Oh yeah. Um, if if he makes some blunders down the stretch, loses that one seed, maybe falls out in the first round. I was about to say, it, like a it could provide loss. a lot of legitimacy to this. He well, has not gotten it done in the playoffs have... with an MVP quarterback. I mean, that's one thing that we have said is that yep. is that like they 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 seem to always be that. That the person I made always was like Terry Stotts is like with the Blazers Ugh. was like he would they would get into the playoffs and then just choke it away. And right. that's always been thing. And now First they've round. limped into Yeah, they they've limped into the playoffs before with Lamar Jackson being out. Totally get that. But that there's no more real excuses, I don't think. Unless again Lamar goes down, which obviously I'm not hoping the playoffs the AFC playoffs are better when Lamar Jackson is there. Like that'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um but I I, I do think that that th- this might be a time where that, like, I, I, if eventually, if he does get canned this season, like, if it ends that way, I would not be shocked at all. Like, I would not be like, wow, you're doing that? Like, just because of the, the way things have gone and trended in his direction. Yeah. yeah. With a certain ending that yes. that we could all envision. Sure. I, I, I do think yeah. that that's a possibility. And, and the other thing with that one, too, is, like, we could potentially be, what was it, like a 70-something yard punt returner for a touchdown in overtime uh, you know, you take that away. It could be a different conversation, even just like by most people, because like the Ravens were not supposed to lose that game. Obviously, they didn't lose that game. 
the Rams are better than I think what a lot of people have thought right now. But if the Ravens do lose that game, they will look back to like, look at these things that Harbaugh did. They lost a game. L- losing to the Rams. Sh- that they should Gosh. have won If already. you would have snuck that one out, Jameson, the Rams would have snuck that one out. Like, you'd be in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Yep. Well, the the thing is, this week, Taking like, this I was Packers super bummed away. initially. Away. That was obviously in the early slate of games, and I was bummed. because everybody like, lost. We... Yeah, but then everybody else lost. And I was like, well, nothing's we, really changed. Nope. We should have gotten a leg up. We, we, we should have gotten a leg up. It'd be a but great if opportunity every other team, to. Yeah, if every other team lost, the Rams came away looking like the best loser, I guess. So, like, I would say so. They're, they're still in it, and I, I still feel pretty good. Like, nobody would want to play the Rams, like, in a 1-7 or, like, a 2-7 matchup, I guess, is what it would be technically uh, with the bye week. Like, whoever has the second seed, yeah. like, if you're coming out and you're playing, like, a, if the Rams can stay healthy, a, a Rams team that's kind of like peaking at a at a weird time for a team that's six and seven to be peaking um, and <laughs> potentially sneak into the playoffs. Like you don't want that. Right. You don't want, Staff- feel- you don't want Stafford and Nakua and Kyron Williams and Cooper Cup in your first playoff game. Dude, this weirdly feels like this is the same position the Seahawks were in last year when everybody wrote them off. Everyone was like, they're not going to be good. You know, tra- the Seahawks trade away Russ, but all this kind of stuff. But if they like get into the playoffs with, like a nine and eight record, and we're like talking about like how well they've been coached up, how well Stafford's been playing. I mean, I totally see it as a possibility. You, you know, the only team in the NFC that has a better division record than the Rams. The only team. Better NFC, <laughs> NFC record. The 49ers are four. No, the Rams are four and one in division. Mm-hmm. They're going to hold They're They're going to have. And then you look at their conference play like as well. Um, you know they're tied with they're tied with Green Bay for conference play. Yeah, Green uh, Bay losing was huge for us actually. Yep, it's co- the common opponent thing is what's putting the Rams back right now. Um, but genuinely, like you look at just how well they've been playing lately. Well, in the games they've needed to win, they have won. I, I, yeah, and and honestly, like I think that's, we could really right. use that, and given that circumstance, like. It's right there. But, but again, really at this point, it. at this point, still sure. looking back on it, they didn't need this one in the totality of making the playoffs. This was a loss you expected. It was, it was a schedule. It was a scheduled loss. East Coast yeah. in December in Baltimore against yeah. Lamar yeah. Jackson and the Ravens with the number and one defense in football. So, so, I mean, but like looking at it right now, I would say this about the Rams. I'm going to make this quick point before we, we go down into trivia. Um, the Rams at six and seven are a better football team than the Green Bay Packers, than the Minnesota Vikings, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Seahawks. I'm, I'm, I don't have to say that because the Seahawks are ranked ninth. But oh. in, it, overall, but like, like genuinely, they're a better football team. They, we know they're better than Seahawks. They beat them two times. Um, but like, really, I like them as the sneak-in candidate with the seven spot, uh, meaning they would inherit possibly the Cowboys or the Lions at this point. The Lions do not want the Rams right now. I'm going to tell no, you. No, they much. don't. They don't want that smoke. Not right now. Um, and and I'll I'll back you up, man. Like I I think offensively they are terrifying. This Williams is legit, uh, and he's healthy. Uh, Puka and Cup are playing well, and when healthy, oh my gosh, I hate the idea of playing them. Uh, Did you see Puka's still sucks, catch this week? That diving catch he had. Yes. 
and bull crap on the announcers for giving all the glory to Stafford for the throw and like none to Puka. I listened to that call out on the highlights and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's a good throw, but it's Matthew freaking Stafford. That doesn't break his top like 50 yeah, that's, throws. Yeah, that's dime a dozen stuff uh, Like, seriously. And but like laying Puka out. Like laying out yeah. Oh, there were some great with, catches. Though, with this no week. gloves great and the ones. finger tape for Nakua in that game, that was sick. Yep. Oh, dude. Uh, footwork on Gallup. Cooks. Watch both of those ones. Uh, Trying to think. There was... Dude, there were so many good catches this week. I mean, like, it was one of those weeks. It was highlight reel after highlight reel. Uh, oh, the, the end of the Green Bay game. Uh, Heath caught his first touchdown pass mm-hmm. after he caught one that he didn't catch, uh, which I agreed with the call. Um, I, I, I agreed on on uh, Love's first one to Heath on the comeback route. He got it punched out. That was, you got to maintain possession uh, and complete the catch there. But, like, when he caught it and does the reach, thought that was pretty nice. Uh, there were several just great ones, man. Uh, but no, I was just looking at those, at those, and like just wanted to have your back on that one. The Rams, genuinely, especially from an offensive standpoint, are terrifying to have to play. And if you're gonna slug it out with somebody, you don't want it to be them right now because they're healthy and they've got three main weapons that you got to scheme the crap out of. Um, and don't forget, Outwell will take the top off of defense. I mean, he does not have the hands that the other guys have at all, but like he will take the top off your defense. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a good little scheme they got going, and you can see something cooking there for uh, a few more minutes. They ain't done yet, uh, that's for sure. But uh, this week, I do have trivia ready to go. I will not lie, it's getting a little tougher, boys. That's <laughs> okay. for you. For you, I because okay. you guys have shown me up so many times. We're gonna have to get in some nitty gritty here. Do you guys okay. feel like you said this before? I no, I'm I'm I, I actually spent week. some time here. Every okay, uh, I spent some time. What I have been shocked. Did you, in you, look, this did you look up two times? Did you look up trivia que- questions? Hardest NFL, trivia questions of all time. Well, no NFL <laughs> trivia questions that only mentally ill people will get right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what this. No, then like. you guys get all those. Ha ha ha! Cheap joke. I was gonna say this might show us a little something. That's that's stupid. Okay, this uh, uh, this one I, w- I know I will have to give you a hint on. Okay. Mike, if you get this, I will literally punch you through the internet. Like, <laughs> this will piss me off because this is totally a Mike question to get right. I'm, All ready. Right. Oh, I'm waiting for He's it. ready, dude. What quarterback has started the most games in NFL history without ever playing in a playoff game? Ooh. Started the most games. Never played a playoff game? Never, Never played, played in a playoff him, game. But he started the most games. Okay. Yep. I will give you... Wait, wait. He, he, he's not number one for starting games total. Just the yeah, most... Correct. Okay. Win the most without a playoff game. Um, I will, Think of some journeymen. Like, I'm, I'm talking to the guys I'll give here. you the number of years. Okay. 14 years. Josh McCown? Nope. Oh, I, I knew he was around that, that many years. Nope. And uh, I'll give you that. And I will tell you that he started 139 games. Started 139. Did uh did Fitz Magic play any playoff games? I think he did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was the one I was thinking of, but I think he, he did. did. Andy Dalton had a couple playoff games. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm. How do I phrase this correctly? 
I'll, I'll give us. I knew I needed to give at least a secondary hint. And, this and I know anybody era? listening is like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Um, this is a, I'll at least say it's a pre-2000s player. Pre-2000s. Okay. Yep. And. Oh, gosh. And let's just. Oh, did he ever? And he played for three teams. A three, little bit of a journeyman. Three teams. Three teams. Hundred and. Three 2000s. <clears throat> for 14 seasons. I know that that helps a little bit. Yeah, I know there's a lot of football between you know the beginning of the NFL <laughs> and the year 1999, but you guys have hosed me many times. That's fair. So I'll give you I'll give you about 30 seconds, dude. I can't even. And and everybody gets one. Okay, we'll keep the normal rules. Everybody gets a guess. Can I ask a question? Yes. <laughs> he played for the 49ers. No. I specifically not. did not choose a 49 <laughs> so, so it's not Sneed. Um, nope. Oh, dude, I, I, I can't even think of a name. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said he didn't play in a playoff game. <laughs> That's the whole Notorious point. Notorious loser, Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy never did anything. Freaking four Super Bowls. <laughs> uh, um, did this player have access to... Uh, like color television <laughs> in the entirety of his life uh in his career were movies and did movies have color the tv you never think about it so probably not um mo- movies definitely did okay not sure about that <laughs> yeah, i would assume, like, I would assume like before he was done yes that is a lot of games um yeah it's a lot he's not have a winning record Earl crazy arms jones I didn't know his record was as bad as it is. Brand Tarkenton? I don't know. No, Brand played in Super Bowls. I don't freaking know. I'm just throwing you out. Lost, will you lose three of them, Mike? Or two? Yeah. Two or three, yeah. All yeah, I, I can't even, I can't even this think is of like, a name. Like, I'm all right, like last, last, all right, last, uh, last hint. Two, two NFC teams, one AFC team. Man, Ooh. I went way over my 30 seconds, though. That's way over 30 seconds. We're like 45 seconds already. I, I All right, give me a name. I can't even think of a name. Grant's tapping out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sonny Jurgensen. I mean, that's not a horrible guess. Uh, you're you're this playing individual... with errors outside of my... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I did this on purpose. Um, he, uh, he, This person, again, started 139 games. He was 35. 101 and three. Jeez. Three ties. Sunny ties. Sunny, Sunny was three not ties is more impressive than yeah. like, that's insanely <laughs> impressive. He was involved in three ties. All right, who's it? His last name is incredibly famous, and so is he, really. Archie Manning. What? Archie Manning was 35, 101, and three. Mm. And we, so we herald this man. His, his sons definitely got their quarterback skills not from him. <laughs> I mean, he always used to say, "Ah, oh, well, they're you know they're they're the the best part of the chip off of the old block, you know." Sure, like that was his like little joke, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. Like he still played in the NFL. Okay, Fair uh, he was yeah. at one point one of the thirty-two best quarterbacks. Yep, in the league. All right, yeah. this next question has to do with a game last night. Uh-oh. So the Giants 
Oh, kind of. It, it phrases around Maybe it. Maybe just involves these The Giants teams. and the Packers played last night. When those two teams met in the NFC Championship in 2007, both teams started a quarterback who played his college football in the same state. Brett Favre at Southern Miss, Eli Manning at Old Miss. Since that time, what is the only conference championship in which both teams started quarterbacks who played their college ball in the same state? Both since, of these quarterbacks are still active. Both since, are still active? Since 2007? Yep. So uh, since that time, since 2007... And which, uh, what is the only conference championship in which both teams started quarterbacks who played their college ball in the same state, meaning they played college in the same state, the two quarterbacks that were in that championship. And both quarterbacks are active still? They are both active still, yes. Both have started games in the NFL this year. In, in the conference well, championships. I, I, I think of, I'm, just, I'm talking to them again, I'm not talking to you. That's right. I'm thinking of like all the, like, Transfers like like Alabama and Ohio State have had a lot of transfers that have like right that's, were, were were at least on teams not necessarily that they they yeah. were like that's what I'm thinking of. You gotta like, think was like that, Texas, Florida, Ohio, and then like the Bible Belt. Like who who was in there? Yeah, I, I I will tell you this: these two guys, I believe, played the entirety of their careers at those schools. Oh, I'll, I'll okay. look them up. I'll look them up to be sure. But I am there was pretty like stinking with, like, sure. Alabama went through like five professional, like NFL quarterbacks. And you like said they've, the same they've started once. games this year. This year, yes. Okay. So that could be somebody who's just like. I'm just thinking of, of conference week. championship. That's where I'm going. Of like. Yeah. Well, both of them have been multi year starters. Here's the thing I don't want you to get the illusion they're journeymen. I, they're not. I, I'm kind of looking into the trick question part of this. Uh, who who did the Ravens play in the AFC Championship with uh, on their Super Bowl run with Joe Flacco? Because Joe Flacco has started. Wait, wasn't it? It was the Broncos, wasn't it? Or that was one of the playoff games. I can't remember who they beat that that year in the AFC Championship I, before they played the Niners in the Super Bowl. Because yeah. Joe Flacco has started games this year, technically still an active quarterback. Right, you're correct. What's didn't he play for... And had a deep run since 2007. Yeah, but didn't he come out of, like, Delaware? I don't know. Bro, I'm not I'm not going that deep on you guys. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, not that hey, Michael came from... No, this is a little more traditional football. You just, you just had a trivia question where you weren't sure if the guy had colored TV at home or not. So don't talk about going too deep. I only... Hey, that you know now why. <laughs> that was a difficult... Where did Tannehill play football? I just think, I, like, some of these, like... Wait, but Tannehill's he in a... It, they didn't no, but the Titans didn't get to. They didn't get to the AFC Championship though. You said it was a con- there was a conference game, yeah. Yep, AFC yeah. title. I don't, he had the number one seed with the Titans like two years ago, but then I think that's when Joe Burrow beat him. So I don't think oh. he's been. That's, see, that's where I'm trying to go. Is I'm trying to go conference championships, like going back on, on teams. And and I'll give this one to you guys, just to speed it up. It's in the last. It is within the last ten years. Last ten years. Okay. So, AFC and NFC winners have been like the Rams, so the like Niners, the Seahawks. Yeah. The Chiefs and the AFC. Where did Colin Kaepernick play? 
Kaepernick played at Nevada. Nevada. Okay. 14. Jimmy G played in Illinois. Okay. Jared Goff played in California. Oh. Is, what, Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff? Good guess. That is incorrect. Uh, Wait, we we played the Saints in the NFC Championship where, game. Okay, where did Drew Brees okay, go? Yeah. Drew Brees is Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Purdue. Golly, I don't know. I don't. I, this one got me. There's just so many teams. So many. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh. Wait. Is it Nick Foles and Case Keenum? Because they were in the Eagle, the Eagles, Vikings. They were in the NFC Championship. Nick Foles. Is Nick Foles Arizona went to Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, I don't he, know where Case Arizona, Keenum went. I think it was Arizona. Or maybe Arizona, yeah. I'm just so trying to pull it. I'm just trying to pull like some random matchup. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but Nick Foles hasn't played quarterback this year unless I'm like oh, living oh, yeah, so uh, so I assuming you guys weren't gonna get this, we're clearly over time with the question. Uh it is the state of Texas. Okay. You have said one of the two quarterbacks out loud. Son of a butt. And it was Mike that said it. He asked the question and Grant actually shot him down. Mahomes no. and Tannehill. It's Mahomes and Tannehill. Crap! Golly, I got it. I knew it. I I'm sorry, it. Mike. I suck. I could. Uh, it was Mahomes and Tannehill. I don't remember if they made an AFC game or not. But I, I didn't think the I was thinking beat Texas, Tennessee, and the AFC title of, game. Yeah, I didn't think that they they made it to the AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah they yeah, they made yeah, they it to the AFC in championship in 2019. That's when the Kansas City Chiefs went on to beat the 49ers uh, in the Super Bowl. Yep. An idiot. Sorry, Mike. That's all right. <laughs> I feel validated. I got. I got it right. So all right. This is my last right. one. This is I don't good feel one. bad this for not knowing where Tannehill went to school. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a wide receiver uh, up until his junior year at uh, Texas A and M. Okay. Uh, all right. These three wide receivers have been named the Super Bowl MVP without catching a touchdown pass in the game. Can you name all three? Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is one. Um, didn't didn't Terrell Owens win MVP? Even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, maybe I'm wrong. That is incorrect. Yeah, I'll give um, you each two incorrect guesses. Uh. Uh. Da, 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 da. So not said, Jerry Rice, right? No. No, Jerry scored. He caught lots of passes. I, I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I think he say scored he has, what three touchdowns? He, the he one has a lot of touchdowns in his games. That's the problem. Yeah, because uh, the other thing is like, I, maybe Desmond Howard. Good guess. No, because there aren't like tons of Super Bowl MVPs that are wide receivers. Edelman. Edelman, by the way, got ten passes for 141 yards against the Rams in the boring Super Bowl. That's when yeah. he got it. Cup got a touchdown, obviously. Right. The game winner. That's, kind of, that, that's what that's what sealed it. Yeah, or so win that. take him out of there. I'm trying to think of just the last wide receivers that won. Those are the only two that I can think of. In, those are the ones in recent memory. Wide receivers that won. Repeat the question. Sorry. I'm, what three lost. wide receivers have been named the Super Bowl MVP without catching a touchdown pass in the game? In this, no, because that would have been. 
Sorry, I'm thinking aloud. I'm yeah, I'm trying uh, to like go one back. of them. One of them has an award named after them. I'm helping now. What the crud? <laughs> I'm just trying to go through. Uh... One is the two thousands era. One is pre two thousands, and the numbers for that person are startlingly low <laughs> in terms of the requirements of an MVP. Early 2000s, startlingly low. Got another New England player. You think it is another New England player? I mean, that's yeah, those, those Super Bowls in the early 2000s were terrible. Um, but who was catching balls for him? I guess what... I... Wait, what about the what about the Giants? Could they have... They had some of those I mean, crazy Brandon plays. Catching passes. I mean, Plaxico Burris caught a touchdown to Did he? win yeah. one of those, and he would have been like probably the guy. Uh, well, Tyree, I don't think. Did he? Who won the MVP of that game? Was that Eli? 2007 helmet catch. 2007? Yeah. It had to be. Yeah, it was Eli. That's right. I'm like, maybe they could have, in I'm just thinking 05. of like iconic was Super Bowl Did wide receiver win moments. It? Yeah, that's what I'm. Did Strahan win Super Bowl MVP? They might. He might have. I don't remember which one. I do not remember. Okay, dude, I can't. I receivers. I remember winning the MVP. It, it's Cup, right? Cup was yep. the most recent. We got Edelman. Yep. Um, Holmes got it with Pittsburgh, but he but got the crazy freaking catch. Um, Ward got it with Pittsburgh, I believe. That would be one of my guesses. That toe touch. That because that. No, he he got that oh, toe touch. Against, Did he get the touchdown? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that toe touch. That like his body was outside in the out of bounds, and he caught it. Um, right. Yeah. With just his toes in bounds. Um, well, that was Holmes, right? Yeah. That yeah, that was Holmes. Ward just I was saying. Had it. I was yeah. saying, did Ward have a touchdown in the and whatever game he would have potentially had it in? Because he is that a guy who, a by re- receiving numbers, not that great. Yeah. Not a great, like, pure receiver by any means. All right, boys. We're way over time. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you ready? Uh, Patriots. Uh, Dion Branch. Um, yeah. That's, yes. the only other question. Oh. that's the only other guess I got. Dion that Branch one. is correct. The last one, which since we're way over time, I will give you because wow. you're never okay. going to guess it. Um, the last one is <laughs> Bolitnikov. Oh, th- that's the award you're talking about. The old yep. guy, yeah. Yep. He caught four passes for 79 yards. And that one MVP? And his team won 32 to 14 over the Vikings. <laughs> and that got him the MVP. Uh, it was Yikes. It was not great. I mean, it's like it's a, it's a, such a weird game. It's like that's a pretty large margin of victory, right? But that's what wins it is pretty pretty mediocre. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, With no touchdowns, I, too, is the funniest part. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, so well, it I, I like do want made the plays. I do want to say this because I, I want to point this out to you, just because I'm crazy like that. So I went ahead and looked up Desmond Howard real quick. He was a wide receiver for Green Bay. Never even caught a ball in the Super Bowl. So he didn't catch a touchdown, and he got Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. How? 
Uh, he had a 90-yard punt return oh, and like 160 sense. yards of kickoff return yards. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, he. So they didn't count him because, because he didn't, he didn't play it. the position of wide receiver. He, yeah. he is listed as a wide receiver. <laughs> on the death chart. Gosh, yeah, we know it. what his job was, bro. We know what his job was. Well, hey, we need to get to our pick this week. Uh, as we're moving through the episode here, uh, like I inferred, uh, collectively, we did not have a great week, guys. It was pretty bad. Hey, I, I did pretty solid. You did fine. I, I, you did fine. Yeah. Above 500. All right. That's more than Take it away, Grant. Yeah, so uh, I... I, I I guess one the weekend in Pickham at three and two. Jameson, you went one and four. Uh, and then Matt and Mike, you both went two and three. I stand so by that I, one and four. Just like Vegas. Yeah. yeah Vegas, about, yeah, Vegas got say, hurt. So this, did we. I think, is the most losses that we have had. Yeah. This isn't this, this isn't on me. My my picks were right. The teams <laughs> lost. That's on just them. like I just, knew he's gonna defend just himself. like how how your your good fantasy drafters just are bad players. Yeah, they're yes. playing bad. They're just playing bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Enough, your Rams let me down. I did. I did my part. I did my your part. Ram, like your Rams guys, let you me believe, down. You believed in them. They yeah. did not believe in themselves. Exactly. Done. Hey, oh I respect that. I, res- I respect it. And you know what? I've so, done a lot of believing this year. That's yeah. That's fair. Um. All right. So we got some interesting games coming up this week. Um. I will. I guess just start. Um, since that's usually how it goes. So the first game that we've got, we've got Chargers at the Raiders, both teams that are, um, let's just say it, not very good. Um, both teams without their original quarterback to start the season, their week one starter, Yep, I should say it that way. Um, we've got Chargers at the Raiders. And, dude, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even go like, well, the Chargers have a better roster because that's all we've said. And so Mike is typing in for me. That's probably where I'm going to lean. I'm going to go with the Raiders here. <laughs> Uh, just because I just there's nothing I can believe in with the Chargers, and now they're even less talented without Justin Herbert. So I don't even know who their backup is. Who's their backup? Who, uh, Easton, right? Yeah, Easton. Easton McGee. Uh, it's not Tyron Taylor anymore. St- st- uh, st- is it Jacob Easton? That guy? Oh crap! I, I forgot. So. I'll, I'll I'll look it up. Who but is starting for the Chargers? Uh, le- but let's continue on the. We got Jameson. Who I mean, yeah, it's the Raiders. The Chargers are the without Herbert team. Probably like without Herbert's just presence on the field. That's probably like the worst thing that you'll see on a football field. Easton at this Stick. point in the season. There you yeah, go. especially Easton since Stick. Eckler's not even playing up to what we've seen in the past. Like he's just yeah, he's. He's he looks washed. I, I hate to yeah, call people washed so quick, but like he looks washed right now. Yeah, he came out this he's, season he's, after that injury and just as flat as can be. Yeah, this is his first start, right? Uh, he's appeared in two games, but it, it appears this yes, his first career, and, and he's getting start. a Thursday night start. I forgot that was the Thursday game yeah. too. Great uh, game, guys. Uh, let a- me. I'll just jump on the Raiders bandwagon here. A Thursday night start for a, a first-time quarterback, unless Easton Stick is. Uh, if he's got Browning? some gobble ghoul that I'm unaware or of, Browning, Bengals? actually, you know what I'm almost tempted to do because yeah. obvi- my pick'em is like obviously gone for good at this point in the season. Might I just- almost kind of want to. I almost kind of want to ride this like backup quarterback sensation wave and just be like, I mean, can another like week one quarterback? Both. 
Oh, okay. Well, okay. this is the like it's the first week of the backup quarterback, and everyone's like, oh, well, Usually, they're without we, a quarterback. We've seen most of the, the first game of backup comes in and plays. They, I've I wish you to see the record yeah. this year. I mean, there's no tape on them, guys. We don't know. Yeah, there's blah, no blah, tape. Blah, blah, it's kind of hard to. Yeah. But the reason Morons, I'm not doing that this a lot. week, you'll freaking win. But the reason I'm not Brandon doing Staley that this week, yeah, is because Brandon Staley is the head coach of that football team. And also, do I'll just say Max Crosby's terrifying. That might be defensive player of the year at this point. And like he's going to murder that guy. Yeah. So all over. Aiden O'Connell, you don't you end up hard in enough. the ER. Yeah. Squinting, squinting hard enough. And Aiden O'Connell looks like a starting quarterback. I knew it. So, but there you go. do you want to know who's leading the league in sacks this year? Khalil Mack. At 15. I didn't know that. Yeah, but that's empty Max calories. Max Crosby's 13 and a half. Inflated, yeah, I was going to say inflated bit. numbers. It is some empty calories. That's for sure. Trash. All right, so that's a clean sweep on the Raiders. That's going to be the are first Jameson, time. Are you going to go back and zag? Uh, no, I said the reason I'm not doing that is because Brandon okay. Staley is their coach. If it was oh, like any fair. other coach, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to put a flyer on Oh, let, let, let's test that theory real quick. Go to the next game. Test that theory. All righty, <laughs> next game. So I think it's the first time you'll ever see a sweep of the Raiders on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but we've got another would interesting-ish be. one. We've got the Giants at the Saints. Again, these aren't great teams, but it's... Who's going to win this game? Write him, write Jameson down for the Giants. Yeah. That would be, that would be correct. That, would that be is, correct right there. that's the correct uh, take. Yes. Better coach. I, oof. better quarterback. I don't know. I mean, Derek Carr, is, <laughs> he's been something this year. That's for sure. He's hey, been that guy won a football game on Sunday. Now, I will say this. I, this could very well be the game where the Saints just bring out all the utility Mike. and it's Taysom Hill and it's Camara and it's Olave. And they win by 20. And they, well, not even that. It could just be, um, you know, they kept it interesting despite getting blown out early against the Lions a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. They yeah. somehow find themselves in these games and then they have the gadget play that just like kind of puts them back in it. Um, suck. That's what you're saying. But. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I kind of want to roll with the Giants. I'm going to roll with the Giants also because I would never willingly pick the Saints. Sorry, pocket called you. Say hi, Dad. Yeah, you did. How's it going? Gotcha. Uh, dad let's just made go, his first appearance on the podcast. Mike. Let's let's just hear hear what you got. Yeah, what you we're think? right here. Um, I think it's a tough one. Like I'm this I'm is pretty tough torn. because the Saints are literally playing for the division for their for their. Division yes. title, like they're a game and a half back of the Bucks. But the they Giants need, are winning games they shouldn't. The Giants should be losing games to get uh-huh. a better pick. Like, like what are they doing? Yeah. Um, I, oh, Jameson might be right the here. Giants I, are playing for a new waste management contract, guys. <laughs> Someone might think, get waxed if they don't win. I think I'm going with the Giants. I'm going to stick with the hot hand on QB. I think I'm going Devito and. And the Giants and, and, and Italian. It's Dable versus Allen, too. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, who am I They're taking? They're rocking some hot helmets <laughs> and <laughs> some other things that fell off the back of a truck. Although it's in New, in New Orleans, so I, yeah, I'll go with Giants. I'll stick with the Giants. I, Come on, Grant. What are you doing? I Okay, I'll go. I think I'm going to go Saints. I think Just, they have better pieces. That's why. Like that's And they're home. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I like Dable better than Allen as a, as a as a head coach, but them being at home and the better pieces that's that's kind of where I where I'm going with this. Obviously, I don't really believe in the Saints as a football team. I don't really believe in the Giants either. But yeah, on Saints. 
you screwed up, uh, Mike, but you can also put me down for the Saints. I'm going to take them at home. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it. This is this is like a game yeah. that the Saints would win. But yeah, I, I don't like it's going just not in Mike. my soul to pick them. So I I don't I, I do not week, enjoy so, that. But yeah. you were bad last week. Also, every now and then it's good for me to do it. Um, I don't intentionally do it, but I always second guess myself when I disagree with Mike on pick them. That's fair. Um, yeah. What's the next one? All right, the next one is actually I think I'm really interested in this one. <laughs> in this one, Mike's already writing in my pick. Probably writing Jameson's as well. But we've got the Broncos at the Lions. Both of these teams vying for their playoff spot. One team is kind of on the up, I would say, at least a little bit. I mean, they're within yep. a game of their division in the Broncos. The Lions have kind of cooled off a little. I'd say they've That's cooled fair. off. I think they've cooled off. Uh, the, I think Nine it's back to back weeks. What's that? Nine and four. Yeah, but I mean, they were also like eight and they were eight and two, two yep. like four weeks ago or three weeks ago. And so they, I don't think they have a great record. Jared Goff's cooled off a little bit. I think he's been under pressure a lot. Something that's going on. Uh, obviously, Russ has been up and down, but we got Broncos at the Lions. Uh, let's have Mike go first on this one. Want me to go first? Nice. I, I'm going. I'm going with the better defense right now. I'm going with the Broncos. I, yeah. I, I think I'm going with Broncos. I'm going to hold with that. This team is is a little on the rise, and there's something wrong with that Lions team right now. And and maybe a home game against the Broncos is what's going to get them better. Fair. But that's fair. There's something wrong with this team. Like you watch them, and you're like, why? Where's the team from five weeks ago? What happened? So yeah. they're they're not even losing to good teams. They're losing to bad teams. And uh, you know, Broncos is kind of on that level. So it's fine. It's Broncos. Broncos. All right, Matt. Oh, I'm going Lions. Lions. I need a bounce back here. I it's not it's not Broncos hate for me so much as it is. I just Lions I know belief. they're overall a better team. I, yeah. And um, yeah, I think they just got too many weapons maybe for that defense. Hmm. So, uh, but I also like them at home. I think they sure. they're going to be out of the weather. If this was in this was in Denver, I would be going the other way. It would probably be snowing. I think these teams are more evenly matched than I'd like to admit. Um, but I, I think, uh, I think this is a back on track game for the Lions. So I'll go there. All right. Jameson. Uh, yeah, here, here's the thing. (laughs) I, I think the, I think the Broncos are playing better football right now. Obviously, like we can all see that. However, like when I'm going back and I'm looking at like, some of the losses here for the lions some of them it's like they lost to seattle early in the season they lost to and and blowout fashion to baltimore they lost to green bay on thanksgiving which was like kind of the first head scratcher i think for us with them and then they just lost um in chicago to chicago which is another head scratcher but it's also one of those games where Jared Goff is kind of notorious for being bad in cold weather games. He's got small hands. Uh, he's from California. He plays in a dome. Um, and so when they lose those kinds of games, it's not great for the playoffs because you're going to be in a position where you're not always going to, especially if you don't win these games, you won't be able to control your destiny and play in a dome through the playoffs. And so with this game being back home, 
with that team being relatively healthy and Jamison Williams kind of coming on a little bit more, I am leaning towards the Lions here. So I'm going to pick the Lions. But I do agree, like the the better defense right now has been Denver. Um, the better coach for the last several weeks has been with Denver. Um, and these are kind of two guys from a coaching perspective that have been in the coach of the year conversation at different points in the season at higher levels. Um, right now, I think Sean Payton is kind of putting himself, especially if they continue to win, in a really good spot to potentially bring that home this year with what they've been able to recover from. Um, if they yeah, win that they AFC won. West. I, exactly. And if, this is, yeah. this is one where that's going to be a hard thing to debate. The, the yeah. lions very lucked out a lot. The lions lucked out with green Bay losing last night. So they can yep. kind of breathe a little bit more, but this would have been a game and probably still is a game where like the lions can't really dilly dally anymore with what's going on in their division. Uh, because green Bay is like, if they continue to put together a couple weeks and the lions, they're not don't, going down without a fight. Exactly, That's and we sure. and we've hey, seen the Vikings won too. Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Nick Mullins, Nick is Mullins be the is somebody had to win yeah. that game. Nick Nick Mullins is quarterback this Sp- week. Speaking of which, we didn't even say what that is the official toilet bowl of the year. That yeah. game should they should have let that game be zero zero and just like shook hands, had a said, legendary. We did not do well. Instead yeah. of having a legendary loss, they just had one of the worst football games Wins. that's ever been put to to tape. Kevin um, O'Connell just had like his worst offensive output of his life. Yeah. Yeah. And Justin Jefferson got killed again. Um, but anyways, Horrible. all that, okay. all that to be said, this is like must win games for both of those teams. One who's trying to catch up with the yeah. chiefs, one who's trying to stay away from like a surging Packers team. Um, I think the lions take it. I like both running backs are firing on all cylinders. They have the skill guys. They're healthy. Um, and I don't think that even though Jared Goff had a bad week, I don't think that like the quarterback play, like I, I don't think that Jared Goff has to absolutely like show out it or like outplay Russ or anything like that. Cause I think he like numbers wise normally would. Yeah. Uh, like, like Russ doesn't have to go out there and like win a game. And, and so it's, it's not like Jared Goff needs to be weak. Patrick you know, Mahomes, four, five, like six a, Jared Goff like a, where he's slinging yeah. it. Um, I think this is a good bounce back week for them. So I'm going to, I'm going to take them, but I honestly would not be surprised um, to see Denver go out there and do it and kind of keep rolling. Um, I honestly kind of wish that would be the case because I like the, the dumpster fire. That is who is coming out of the AFC, who's coming out of the NFC, like aside from the top, top teams, it's like, we don't even know. So I kind of want to keep that going as long as we can. Uh, Hey, real quick, all three of you, how many, how many seven and six teams are in the AFC? Just off the top of your head, guess. What number makes Five? sense to you? I was six. Mike? I think it's seven. It is six. Ooh, let's go. There baby. are six. The Steelers, Colts, Texans, Broncos, Bengals, Bills. The Bills beat the Chiefs and are in 11th place at seven and six. But they still have a 40% These, chance of making the playoffs, I think. This, yeah, the 49%. Steelers. Yeah, being, being in 11th place, you have almost a 50% chance of making the playoffs at this the point. Steelers in the Steelers are seven and six in the sixth seed. And that is directly due to their uh, divisional record at three and one. I was going to say, and just so you know, the New York Times predictor has them as a 25% chance to make playoffs based on their yeah. upcoming schedule so, so fun i love that thing dude 
And then, uh, oh, I have it all broken down right here. From that's so good. Okay. Yeah, the other uh, the other one that a lot of teams are is eight and five. Well, you got three of those: the Browns, Jaguars, Chiefs, which are incidentally the five, four, three seeds. But I just thought that was really interesting. Looking at that, Grant, you need to make your pick here. You just want to write uh, a Russell Wilson fanboy down, or trust we trust, baby. Let's okay, ride. There we go. Let's, Broncos country. Let's, let's ride. ride. Dumbest thing. Let's ever. ride. All right, we got next up. Speaking of seven and six teams, we got two AFC yeah. seven and six teams. We've got the Steelers at the Colts, which could determine a playoff spot. This could. I mean, the Steelers lost the game they shouldn't have. Colts won a game that I think. No, they lost this week. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. They got their Col- butts kicked. Colts by the lost this week. Bengals. Um, in a game that we also had in our pick 'em. Uh, but this is two seven and six teams. A lot of implications here. Let's go, Matt first on this one. Ah, dang it. This is one I wouldn't want to do. Um, well, I gave it to you. Yeah, thanks. So, quick analysis. Uh, Steelers still suck at quarterback. Um, I, was literally, I literally texted our group chat this week that if a crowd is chanting for Mason Rudolph as your like chanting for him, then you probably have the worst quarterback room. In also, the can I just say a massive missed opportunity for them to sing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Like they should have done it, hundred percent. Like don't sing, that don't, don't yell Mason Rudolph. Just yell Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and like just sing the song. You. You doofuses, like you have a perfect opportunity all time. That is an all time thing that should be happening. Uh, they still suck at quarterback. Colts got the better quarterback. Steelers have the better overall defense. Uh, but but Colts, with the exception of last week, have been playing great defense. Um, my big question is, uh, is Jonathan Taylor playing in this game? Uh, this is a Saturday game, by the way. This is they're doing a they're doing three Saturday games this week since college football is taking its break before bowl season. Um, so I don't love that it's a Saturday game for that por- part of the conversation because Jonathan Taylor needs to get healthy and be back uh, for the Colts. <sighs> Man, but this, this game is, is not where, in Pittsburgh, which is big for me. It's not. Yeah, which is huge for this conversation. Um, I'm taking the Steelers. Steelers. Steel City. I just don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to be back. That's why. Yeah, the okay. latest update is uh, Shane Steichen says the plan is for him to return this season, and that was just a few hours ago. Cool. Not this weekend, but this season. They say nothing, turd. We're, we're going to wait and see if we win this game or not, because if we don't, yeah. then we might be like, uh, why bring it back if we're not going to be in a playoff picture? But if they do... Uh, they, but if they win the back. last three, they're in. Mm-hmm. If they lose this one and then win the last three, they're in. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if what the schedule If they go two and is, two, but... it's borderline. Some team is going to, two teams are going to go three and one and win their way in. The Colts could definitely be one that's, of those. That's, uh, yeah, that's true. But I'm taking the Steelers here. They're just healthier. That's why. Um, I'll go next. Um, I'm also going to take the Steelers. Uh, I just like the defense. I think that they, they may be able to give fits to this offense, especially if Jonathan Taylor isn't playing. Mike, you typing. Um, yep. So, yeah, I'm going to go Steelers as well. Uh, I'll go next. I will never pick Mitch Trubisky in a pick Um I would consider I bet you it. anything you have. I would uh, bet you anything over the last couple of years of this podcast you have. Uh, I don't think so. Before Trubisky I, was really, yes. really bad. Like when he first started, maybe. 
Well, see, we didn't have a podcast back then. I don't think we had a podcast. Yeah. And even go. then, it was the Bears, and I would have. Never I don't think we ever talked about Pro Bowl Mitch Trubisky. The first time, like the that. first time Trubisky came up on the show was when y'all were talking about how he's a backup, and I was like, "No, nah, we're just not. We're stopping this conversation here. It's not <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is not a thing." Which, by the way, take obviously aged wonderfully, uh, given the fact that they were rooting for a worse quarterback, arguably, to be put into that game. Um, but I'm going to pick the Colts. If if this game were in Pittsburgh, for the sake of the defense, I would probably pick it because like the guys over there are that good uh, on that side of the ball for them. It's fine. You went one and four last week, so yeah. Well, I mean that's why I, I got house money. Like I got nothing to lose at this point. Um, got to catch up. You got to catch up. I so get it. so for the sake of my consistency here, fading Mitch Trubisky, I will continue, and I will pick the Colts this week. Mike, this I'm is with, not I'm good. I'm with you, Jameson. I'm with you, Jameson. I don't, I, like, I don't like where this is trending, Mike. I like the Colts to make the playoffs. I don't like the Steelers to make the playoffs this year. I the Steelers with with the quarterback situation they have, I think they're complete pretenders. The defense can only do so much. This Colts team is just better right now than the Steelers team. And I don't but, want to overreact to this the Colts getting whooped this last week because up until yeah, I don't point, want to do that. I've been either. very like pleasantly surprised with how well they've done well you guys are definitely not doing that because you picked them to win so there's that exactly grant has the last one right last one we got here i'll go first it's ravens at the jaguars trevor lawrence should be healthier we got two afc teams that are trying to get that number one spot obviously the ravens have it almost oh man if lawrence wouldn't gotten hurt yeah if he yeah that's fair just saying so we got Ravens at the Jaguars. I will go. I'm just going to pick the Ravens, man. I mean, they are out here dominating some teams, dominating good teams. Um, and I haven't seen the Jags do that. The Jags have, have had some good wins, but um, I don't think we've ever seen the, the, the Ravens get dominated like the Jags did a few weeks ago. Like the Ravens, at least their, their losses have been close and their wins have been quite big. So I mean, the Ravens. Rams did just cook up on them. Low key. If it weren't if it weren't for a punt return again, I'm still I'm still thinking that the Rams could have could have squeezed that one out. Jameson, there was a block in the back on that punt return. Oh, there was like a few of them. But like the reason I don't want to get one specific. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get too uh, off off topic here. But like the reason I never got mad at that was because they blew like they had the delay of game when it was like third and short turned into a third nine right before and like they they messed up to allow that to happen. So I'm not upset about it. Um, but anyways, go ahead. Not upset, but sad. I get it. Yeah. No, you're up next. That's oh. you, Jameson. Uh, well, what I was looking up in the background as we did that was, um, the availability of one Kyle Hamilton. Um, he's day to day after suffering that grade one MCL spring. Cause he did leave that game and did not return. Um, <laughs> and he's been huge for their defense. Uh, this season he's really come on. Um, I, I still don't think that'll really change my mind, especially knowing that he's now a day today. Um, I think Lawrence isn't healthy enough right now. They were kind of like the, the chemistry with Christian Kirk being out. It's actually bigger than I think a lot of people might think uh, yeah. Christian Kirk not being there for, for the Jaguars. Like you, I you are. Could, yeah. You, you could see like him and uh, him being Trevor Lawrence and really weren't really on the same page at times this week. Um, and, and not having some of that consistency of Christian Kirk, um, I, I think is a thing for them. 
and with Trevor Lawrence not being 100%, with the Ravens kind of rolling right now, I don't really care that this is a home game for the Jags. I'm going to roll with the Ravens this week. Yeah, and Ridley's not the guy that they thought he was going to be. Yeah, he blew up early, but I think he needs more stuff around him to be that guy because as soon as you can just be like, oh, I have to guard this guy, okay, then you kind of can take him out a little bit. So, Uh, Ridley, by the way, had one of the best uh, toe drag catches of the year uh, this last week on his stupid out route. Um, they just need to spam that like it's Madden. Just throw out like you know, like an eight yard out to Calvin Ridley bro, every he, time, and it's just like okay, he's so fast in the route running. Uh, just if if he's running the right route is the question. Um, yeah. I I'm just going health here, Ravens. Uh, when you're starting quarterbacks limping, it's not good. Wish he would take in the week off. I think this. I I think uh, if, uh, to Jameson's point last week, if if uh, Lawrence taking the week off, I think this conversation's different, and yeah. um, I feel I'd feel better about uh, considering the Jags here. Are we going sweet, Mike? Yeah, you know I think the Jags could win this game. Um, and I don't I don't like the Ravens. I don't like the way they look. I'll be rooting There's, for the Jags. They to seem be off. Yeah, and, I, and and honestly, but like you said, there's just there's just health going on right now there's there's health issues with the jags and i think i'm i think i'm gonna sweep with the ravens here i also think think there there could be there could be a slight tinge of like the win that the ravens just had can kind of be one of those boosters like yeah like scare the crud out of you yeah yeah it's like okay well we're not this isn't a playoff win that they had over the rams by any means like they should have won that game pretty handily um and, you know, it's not one of those ones where they, you know, beat a big AFC opponent or did anything like that. But you win an overtime game in a dual dueling fashion, really exciting game winning walk off at home and you're number one in the AFC and you might be able to like kind of ride even higher off of that now. Um, and, and so as stale as they've been, like part of me wonders if that's the kind of win or even just the kind of play in overtime that kind of like sparks a team this time of year. So I'd kind of be watching for that. And then if the Ravens come out and dominate this game, it makes me view them a little bit differently uh, because then they'd be 11 and three beating another, you know, uh, division winner um, who's, I I think, especially with uh, Houston and how they've been playing Jag Jags will be probably a four seed. Uh, They'll probably win that division still. Um, So to go out and potentially dominate a team like that at home, uh, or you're on the road in their home. Um, it, it could be one one thing to watch with that game, but uh, it hates me to to be a part of that sweep because I like the Jags. But yeah, health is a big part of that. Hey, um, Mike, as we transition to fantasy football um, and uh, wrap up the show for the week, could you go to the B League real quick and screenshot it for me? Oh yeah, Isn't that I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, so I am... James and I had a rough year in the B-League. Uh-oh. Are you, are, are you think, telling me something? I think both of us are done. Are you delegated, or relegated, I mean? I believe Jameson is. I think he had a worse record than I did, but I think I'm... Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm Which eight, one are you, Jameson? I, I'm with the Falk. What the... I was oh, in, so I beat I was you in, this week. I was in okay. ninth place, so... So, Marshawn's Chicken's in eighth, and what the yep. Falk's in ninth. I went six and eight. Oh man. Yep. 
Like uh, that, that one I mean, week dude, where I lost I, by point think, zero two points. It's it's impossible to win when you <laughs> lose both your backup and starting quarterback, one of your wide receivers. Damian Pierce is a bum. Joe was pretty much a bum for the most part. Yeah, CJ Stroud also got games. three points because he got injured this week. This, yep. this is the, the first year where I've been like, maybe I won't play fantasy football next year. Like that's the kind <laughs> of season I've had in all. Of yeah, I, that, I like same. I mean, very similar. Like I had my guillotine. I had the worst luck imaginable. Hey, crushing man. teams. None of us ESPN did well in the guillotine. Losing. I did all right. I did all right. My, well, my my other guillotine is the one where I was like, my team is killing cats. I was putting up like 170 points a week. And then I have one week where all of a sudden I put up 70 points and then I lose. The oh, discount Belichick took six. What a punk. Mm-hmm. That guy. That guy. Oh, man, I have things to say. Okay. Well, I just I was curious where it was at. Not surprised that Goff My Lawn is at the top at all um right now anyway i know you guys got to play out your playoffs and, and we'll see which two of these uh teams makes it up there but goff my lawn uh i was surprised got booted out of our league um previously got booted out of the a league my bad so i'll sit right um, here in the middle of the b league forever it's just where this is the way it is <laughs> um well i finished up my incredible season in the a league regular season in the a league uh you take it off all right, we're yep. we're saying goodbye to Mike right now. Uh, we'll hey, see you next Have week. Have fun, here. everybody. Later, Mike. But I, Enjoy I, the games. We will. We will, I promise. Let's talk some playoffs uh, next week. Be fun. See you. See you. Peace. I, see it. I, I finished 13 and 1 in the regular season and uh, beat, I actually beat Mike's wife in, uh, and booted her out of the. I, I know what I just said. Um, <laughs> it's in fantasy football, you jerk. Yes, say, dude. Mobby. <sighs> um, I defeated her in fantasy football. There you go. In head-to-head competition this week, I'm gonna blackmail you. She legitimately. This was. I was watching the game, and I'm texting Mike, telling him this. Uh, if Daubs would have caught the touchdown instead of Heath for the Packers, she would have been saved. And so I was like watching mainly for that reason because she needed 6.3 points, which in our league, just the catch, if it was, you know, at the one yard line, uh, would have been a half, half point for the catch, six for the, the touchdown. And she needed 6.3, I think is what it was, uh, something like that, 6.1, I don't know, uh, to win. And, uh, and I'm just yelling, I'm like, throw it to Dobbs because I knew I was going to beat her in the head to head but the other guy had already lost. And I was like, oh man, I want her to stay. She has been an incredible competitor, been a part of the league for uh, the last eight years um, and won her way into it from the B um, as a B league champion too. Um, So I was super bummed that that happened. Um, And uh, yeah, sad to lose her. We also lost a guy that had been in our league since 2009. Uh, My buddy Soren, who'd played, 15 years in that league with us and um, he got relegated uh, we've explained it many times on this podcast we're in a three-tier relegation league and we lose the top two uh, from the or the bottom two sorry from the a league uh, down into the b top two from the b go to the a and then the bottom four drop out to the c uh, from the b league and the top four from the c go up to the b so um 
yeah, it was it, it was genuinely a little bittersweet uh, to lose two long running uh, members of the league. Uh, our buddy JJ uh, was the the guy that uh, didn't get kicked out because she didn't score those points. So he's sticking around as well as our friend Damien, who sucked this year uh, for for Damien's standards. Anyway, uh, we're so sad about it. Uh, he took seventh place, I believe. Yeah, he ended up in seventh place. Uh, got a couple lucky wins, but he was like five and nine or something and still took seventh. But yeah, that one went really well. I'm in playoffs in all three. I am a one, two and a three seed and uh, looking forward to a good week. I wanted to to uh, show you guys what the end of a chop league looks like. So I thought I thought that's how we closed out really fast. Um, the I don't want to give out a bunch of tips and whatnot because I'm in the playoffs, guys. I don't want I don't want people doing anything. Um, if you don't know what you're doing by now, good good freaking luck to you. Uh, but the end of a chop league is basically just two guys going through and looking at matchups. Okay, so my buddy Todd ended up uh, against uh, known to us Alex O made it all the way to the end of the chop. My buddy Derek. Oh my gosh. My buddy Derek. Alex has been doing better. I will give him that. He he hasn't been super successful in our three tier league, but uh, he's he's in a few money leagues and is doing well this year. Uh, he does occasionally send me some text messages and ask for some matchup advice and things like that. Uh, so I've helped him out here and there. But um, um, yeah, my buddy Derek had on his team uh, CMC. He had. Tyreek, who sat out a bunch of that game, and Jefferson. Um, he had dude, like he had an unbelievable roster. Uh he had Debo. Uh I can't remember if he had Cup or Puka. Um, like just he had an awesome roster. But um uh, really CMC was the only thing that hit well for him this last week. Uh and uh he yeah, he gets chucked. So Available to pick up this week in the chop. This is who's available and not on either of their rosters. Uh, I'll just give you a couple of quarterback options. Uh, they're going to have Fields, Purdy, Mahomes, Tua, uh, Stafford, Lawrence, Stroud, Howell, Goff. All of them available. Uh, they are currently rocking Lamar and... Uh, who's the other guy got? Oh, and Hertz as their starters. Uh, Josh Allen is also on one of the rosters. Uh, this guy's currently got uh, Alex O does has uh, St. Brown. He's got Chase, Atine, Mixon, Hawkinson, and Keenan Allen in the slot. He's rocking Tucker uh, at kicker and has the 49er defense who's taking on Arizona this week probably a decent start. I don't know if I would do that based on the matchups that are out there when you can basically you can have almost any defense you want other than one. Uh Todd made it in with Lamar, CD, Antonio, uh Barkley. I had him pick up Bajan and play him. Um uh, we were texting about that the other day. He's got Kelsey and Diggs with Pollard, uh Rashad White, Dak, Waddle, and Jonathan Taylor all on the bench. He's got uh, Matt Gate kicking and Dallas defense. So pretty understandable that those two made it into the final. But again, they had all those quarterbacks available. They've got 
I mean, again, you can go get Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, Pittman, Ayuk, uh, Debo, Alave, Adams, Cup, and Nakua, all available. Mike Evans is available. Um, at running back, they can just go through a whole bunch of them. McCaffrey's obviously going to get taken uh, he, as he became available. He's playing at Arizona, second most points uh, given up to running backs. Kamara's available, Brees Hall, Gibbs, Eckler, um, uh, HN, uh, Jacobs, you name it, Swifty, King Henry, they're all available. Mostert. So, yeah, we, we've, got, uh, we've got a whole bunch of uh, options there. Laporte is available, Kittle's available, uh, a few other tight ends, Schultz and Ferguson. Um, but they basically just get to be play a dream team, and it's all like based up on based on matchups. That last week, uh, Todd gets the 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 last uh, waiver wire grab. Uh, he's got first place waiver wire, so he will grab uh, McCaffrey, and um, uh, understandably probably try and grab Tyreek. Uh, after that, I gave him a whole list of advice to go at. But those chopper leagues get stupid fun the last couple of weeks. If you've never done one, it's been kind of awesome to watch the strategy and to see guys really trying to hold on for that waiver wire. Like just, they wait until the last second for their waiver wire. Um, and, uh, and try and really figure out who's going to lose so that they can angle themselves into the right position in the waiver wire and grab that player that could be the difference maker for them. Uh, that was a whole bunch of fun to kind of watch those guys do that. Uh, and I still have been commissioning, even though I got booted, um, just did my last commissioning duties here this week so anyway uh i hope you guys i uh, are having fun with your stuff in terms of the playoffs and all that i hope that you have a great couple weeks unless you're in my league and I, then i hope you lose and i kick the crud out of you but uh we got fantasy football playoffs coming up i'll update a little bit more as we get into that we're gonna have some great games this week phenomenal games coming up I, uh, you know, pick them today was pretty tough and pretty divided uh, for the most part. Just had the two sweeps, but a lot of good games, a lot of good football still to come. We're celebrating week 15. We'll be glued to it, watching it inside now all this next week. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoy the ride of week 15 in the NFL. We will see you next week. 